That's a good way to start off Dane Rants. Hey, how are you guys doing out there in Geek Vibes Nation? This is your pal Dane Owls with another enticing episode of Dane Rants. You notice I say enticing for both Dane Rants and Wrestling Geeks Alliance. That's because they're enticing! <laughs> uh, anyways, if you couldn't tell by the intro and then the extra intro for my uh, co-host for the day, Mr. Nick Smith, we're going to be going over the 1995 classic Mortal Kombat, which had Christopher Lambert... Well, I thought we were going over the new Mortal... Raiden's not white anymore. Oh! Oh, oh, yeah, you're right! Oh, we're doing the one... They have the new one. Yeah, yeah. It just came out. Yes, yes, the one that's the correct Raiden, but it's kind of Ken Watanabe, but it's not Ken Watanabe, sort of, you know? kind of. Yeah. I guess they wanted to have, like, a kind of mysterious... I mean, at least they kind of got Raiden right, although... He's not very charming. (laughs) He was was kind of dry. I just gotta be, uh... I mean... A little dry. A little bit dry. This is going to be a review in which I am just going to pretend that Nick is a priest and we are at confession. (laughs) And I'm going to be talking back and forth. Uh, I got a lot to say about this movie, but we're also going to cover um, Captain America in The Winter Soldier, I guess you can call it. Yes. And uh, kind of go over a couple more things. Um, But uh, Nick, it's been a minute. Uh, I'm looking at you. Uh, I hope all the audio sounds good. We got like a little mic thing set up, but we're in person, so it's a little bit different of a beast than I'm normally used to, but uh, how are you doing, man? I'm good. Well, and it's good to be in person. We can riff a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, the COVID cases are on a steady decline yep. uh, here in Georgia, so um, it's nice to be able to, like, hang out with your friends again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Drink a beer. Talk yeah. about movies and shit yeah. and whatnot. Oh, and I, I actually uh, I, uh, got my vaccine scheduled for uh, this upcoming Friday. So um, so I'll have that extra layer of protection, if you will. Um, I, I heard the second one. Are you, are you getting the uh, the visor or whatever the fuck uh, it's called? I think it's the Moderna, but it might be Pfizer. Um, it's definitely not the Johnson & Johnson one that apparently yeah. has killed somebody. Well, apparently uh, that was created by the Umbrella Corporation. Oh. Uh, yeah, that was... A lot of people was thought it, it happened Raccoon in Raccoon City? Or? Well, we don't know what's going to happen in Raccoon City. Uh, and the thing that we're joking about with Resident Evil... Um, you know, I'm sure that the movie that's going to be coming out is going to be amazing and exactly like the video game based <laughs> on what the fuck we're going to go over today. God damn it. Uh, yeah. It seems... Well, without further ado, yeah. uh, Mortal Kombat. <sighs> um, I was really looking forward to this film. Uh, I, I think what it comes down to with me is that I just figured at some point Hollywood would understand with titles like Assassin's Creed or Warcraft or Mortal Kombat or Resident Evil that you could probably go by the source material give a decent to good director, not a first-time fucking director, uh, with a good... <laughs> Who's famous for doing uh, commercials. <laughs> get a... Uh, oh, famous. Fam- uh, we're, we're, we're doing the air, air quotes, quotes right now. Um, <laughs> you know, and just, just try to treat it a lot of times the way that, uh, you know, we treat comic book movies sure. with good source material. And now, honestly, after this... I don't know if I'm so excited about a sequel, which I think that they will grant a sequel. Um, it made $5 million past its budget. so Already? It's, already it's making a profit. Damn. Yep, it made $50 million. 
uh, worldwide first weekend, and it would cost $55 million. I'm, I don't know if that includes advertisement or not. Probably not, but... So it's 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 making back its money. Yeah. So everything else will be accumulated as a success. And also they have the whole pandemic thing. Right. You know... That they, yeah. That they have that, you know, uh, movies are not going to do well right now. Right. Even though... King yeah, Kong, look at Tenet. King Kong Godzilla is at 400, and they haven't even gone to Japan yet. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, that's 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 impressive. And that's kind of the example I was talking to you about. With King Kong versus Godzilla, there are intelligent Godzilla films, uh, or King Kong films. The original King Kong is a very, I mean, if you can go back and watch a 1930s film <laughs> You're and right. see it for what it is, a very good film. The first Godzilla, 1955, a really good film. Shin Godzilla that came out 2016 from Tojo uh, productions over in Japan. Very intelligent, more political satire almost. And Peter Jackson's uh, King Kong is way too long, but it's good. If you just try to get the boat ride the fuck out of there, um, see that's what they did. Instead of in, in the original King Kong it was the same thing, but the boat ride was just the guy making basically really rude comments towards a female and basically telling her that she was a female and shouldn't be on the boat. Sure. And then they fell in love somehow. I don't really know how the fuck yeah, that works. Yeah, it was the 30s. Yeah, yeah. Or the 50s, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, that was the 30s, actually. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. King Kong. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's apps, there's there's intelligence in them, but for the, for the last one, King Kong vs. Godzilla, I just was like, all right, Hollow Earth, that was part of the King Kong mythos. I can get past that. Okay, they got these fucking things that can flip the gravity. Okay, what the fuck ever. <laughs> oh, Godzilla can, you know, just breathe fire in this hole perfectly, directly in the middle of the goddamn to see King Kong at the center of the yep. earth. The fight was what mattered. Them double teaming Mechagodzilla. But for Mortal Kombat, maybe I held it with a different regard. I just kind of thought, eh, it's been a while. Maybe we could actually uh, have something that's not as cheesy. Sure. And uh, the action scenes, I'll, I'll give my positives before I, I hand it to you for your positives. Sure. The action scenes were, were great for the most part. The mm-hmm. one against Goro, not so much because there's a green screen and whatever the fuck. Cole is Cole, Cole the name of the yeah. character. He was fighting basically a screen wall. It was just ridiculous. But everything else involving Sub-Zero, involving Scorpion... The fatalities were awesome. Mm-hmm. A little bit much sometimes, but that's because I'm getting older, I think. Oh, dude. Ugh. Not too Get much off. for me. <laughs> Seeing a bitch get sawed in half by a hat. Anyways. Oh, fucking great. Um, you know, and uh, I liked I liked Kung Lao. I liked, um, who I think is a good actor. I like Sub-Zero. I like Scorpion. Both of them are good actors. Kano. And Kano. Kano st- stole the show. Yeah. He unfortunately died. Right. Oh, spoiler. This is going to be a spoiler. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the title, so hopefully you guys will know that going into this. But uh, those things, those elements, I did like. I'm trying to think. There were other stuff. The beginning of the film was it's good. fucking amazing. It's Especially the scene with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Yeah. No, it's fucking great. And then the ending had a lot of good qualities about it. The middle was meandering as fuck. Yes. And I think that's where I have a chunk of my problems. But... Other than that, and the fact that I did not know that guy wasn't Ken Watanabe until I looked it up, and I'm like, oh, he's just doing an impression, it seems like. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if they try to have him in mind, and then they were like, all right, we're going to get the guy that was uh, uh, Thor's friend from the, the, the three, whatever. Sure. Uh, the Warriors that's three. The, yeah, it's, that's the actor. Um, but yeah, uh, I know that you you love the lore 
as yes. much as I do. Yes. Probably know, remember, I used to be obsessed with it when I was a child. Yeah. So I kind of got out of it, and I watched like a lot of the last couple games. Mm-hmm. I watched all their cinematics to keep up with the story. Sure. So I know like Luke Kane becomes Raiden after Raiden steps down. See, I don't even know about this. I haven't played. They actually have. I haven't played a game since. I played all of nine. Okay. Um. So that's the, of course, the, the reboot of the original. They rebooted um, it again. Uh, they had Jesus. The, then they had the original ones fight the new age ones. Oh, okay. Now it's just it, that's it's getting a little much and for me. The, in the old style, uh, Raiden stepped down and Luke Kane became the protector of Earth and the god of okay fire and thunder. Is that so? I guess that's after his heel turn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Because and uh, he did he become a zombie too. Yeah, he was like a zombie with like he had the fucking shackles and was yeah something because he dies at the end of nine. That's like. Because Ra- Raiden's whole thing in that one was he he realized that he had to let Shao Kahn win in order for the Elder Gods to intervene, yep. um, and in doing that he had to like kill Liu Kang, um, and then and then comes Ten, which I played a little bit, but I don't remember any of it. So, but I'm very familiar with the lore throughout Armageddon, um, and uh, yeah, this 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 does. Some good things with the lore. Um, well, let, first let me let me let me uh, backtrack a little bit and and agree with you. I liked all of those parts. I thought the the fight scenes uh, for the most part were really good, uh, particularly the Scorpion Sub Zero stuff yep. was fucking amazing. That's where they um, use the special effects. That and the fatalities, if you couldn't tell <laughs> from right. that fifty million dollar budget. Yeah. Um, the fatalities were fucking awesome. Kung Lao's was definitely my favorite. That shit was fucking amazing. Um, I, uh, I I also really liked uh, Kano's ripping out the fucking the I guess reptiles cousin's heart or whatever. I don't, I don't even know. What the... it, it wasn't reptile. If, if... They said like Shang Tsung said like send in some like something and he says reptile, but it's I, I don't think it's meant to be rep, like the character reptile. It's just a supposed to be his race um but uh but that was cool i love that um i love kano in general like his yeah. it like especially if you're not going to have johnny cage which i still don't know why they didn't um i guess well i, I think honestly well, well they're planning a sequel we'll, based we'll, on the end of it right we'll we'll get to um i guess revisionist history as far as how they maybe could have made this movie better um, but, uh, I don't think we have a long enough podcast to do that. Oh, I think I can do it pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I definitely think that, uh, as far as you need to have some comic relief yes. and Kano provided that in spades and he did a really fucking great job. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're not having Johnny Cage, you need to put that comic relief on some character and they definitely picked the best character to do it with Kano. Um, so I loved Kano. Um, uh, loved uh, Sub Zero, uh, even though they still fucked up his character. He's in in the original lore. He is an assassin uh, for the Lin Kuei, who is sent to the tournament in order to assassinate Shang Tsung. Like that's his original character arc. Um, yeah, they kind of just and that and now doing. he's like. But I'll, I'll give him points for this. Um, at least they flesh out the uh, well enough the story between he and Scorpion that we don't get at all in the original, um, and uh, 
at least they, for the most part, got Scorpion right. Even if he wasn't in the movie, basically. Except for at the very beginning and the very end. Um, that's one thing that's going to piss people off. I, I, well, one of the reasons why I didn't care, and we'll get it with Cole. I thought Cole was going to turn into the new Scorpion and then have help from the other sure. one. Instead, he got a really shiny shirt that was like made out of. Didn't it look like nail. Aquaman? What the fuck was that? That was stupid. That uh, was stupid. But like, um, let's go over some of the actors uh, that are in this. And, sure. Um, so Jessica McNamee, I haven't seen her in anything. No, I, I haven't either. I didn't really enjoy her as Sonya. I'll be honest I, with you. I thought she was fine. Um, I like. You I, know who would have been great in that though? Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Or, or I was gonna say it probably Kat- would cost too much. Catherine but. Winnick from uh, Vikings. Oh no, I fucking like you could probably get her. That's actually probably reasonable. Re- Rebecca Ferguson's probably a little too pricey, but uh, Joe Tal- uh, Tasman or Taslim, I'm sorry, he is from the show Warrior that everyone tells me really good things about. I yes. have not checked it out, but he really impressed me. As He's also in the Raid. Um, That's right. He's yeah. in, the, in the remake or the original. Uh, the original. Okay. Um, and yeah, he was fucking awesome. And it's so like, it's so fucking awesome to have, um, essentially like two people with him and Hiroyuki Sonata, Mm -hmm. um, who are these kind of, um, very, very well-renowned figures within the martial arts community and within... Well, he's from... Uh, the guy who played Scorpion, the yes. one that you just mentioned, yeah. he was in 47 Ronin. Yes. He was in The Last Samurai. Mm-hmm. I know him. Yes. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and he's fucking awesome. Uh, and I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I actually think he played Scorpion in the web series. He I think have. that was the, like, the one person they kept from the web series. Um, it, I, I could be wrong, but I, I think he was. Um, but... Uh, it was it, it it was great to have like martial artists being able to do like showcase their skills. Do you think that that's one of the reasons why the stuff with um, Scorpion and Sub Zero they had some of the best chemistry fighting wise? Oh yeah, they're actual fighters. Yeah, because they actually know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it helps for sure. So definitely, jo- jo- Josh Lawson. There's been a joke about how Kano. You know, was in the hospital because his back was so messed up from holding... Carrying the the fucking movie. Uh, Incredible. A little bit uh, Captain Boomerang, you know what I'm saying, from Suicide Squad, but I liked him. But a better version of Captain Boomerang. Yeah, definitely. And then Ludi Lin, who played Luke Kang, I liked him as the Black Ranger in the Power Rangers movie that came out a couple years ago. I thought he looked great as Luke Kang. They just didn't give Luke Kang anything to fucking do. Nothing. Someone that's like your main... Imagine if they made a Street Fighter movie and Ryu was kind of the background guy that explained everything. <laughs> well, see, I could kind of see that at least because, like, Guile is, like... Ryu is is absolutely, like, um, the, the kind of quintessential character. Um, but he's... Like, Ryu and Ken are more like... Um, in in my mind, they're, they're more like uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, like... They're, they're, like, hold that sort of... And Guile is kind of the Liu Kang. Of, yeah, of, yeah. But, like... But nevertheless, you're... I think what your point more overall is, is, like, imagine taking, uh, you know, Guile and, and making him, or any of those main characters, and basically turning them into, like, a fucking... B character from the fifth video game. Like, it, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was rough. Uh, Mashad Brooks, I know him. He played Jax. He was fine. 
I actually liked him. He was uh, he played James Olsen on Supergirl, and I watched the first oh, okay. two seasons before that show got so fucking horrendously terrible. Yeah. And the writers, obviously, that they got for the show cared more about trying to get some type of message out than allowing care for the superheroes to do that message for them. Oh. Uh, that's that's why all those CW shows are dying. Sorry, side note. Um, just like the bitch about that once in a while. But he was fine. Uh, not something terrible. I mean, I, he, thought, he was, I he, thought he was good. He had T-Rex arms at one point. Yeah, that was weird. Um, no, I thought he was... I thought he was good. Uh, he wasn't great. Um, and... I, I felt the same way about him that I did Sonya. They were both reasonably fine. I, I don't expect those two characters to be, like, the driving force of no. the movie. Like, and, and, like, so I think, like, with Kano, it was such, like, we were also kind of pleasantly surprised that he was such a linchpin to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and such a, like... You left the theater being like, yeah, I think Kano was probably my favorite part of that fucking movie. Dude, I um, couldn't believe it. I really... Th- yeah, so it's like the fact that we got out of those three characters that are so kind of tied together within Mortal Kombat lore, the fact that we got one of them that shined, um, I was fine with. Do you think it's kind of weird how Jax and Sonya, as compared to kind of the original movie, well, with Sonya kind of fleeing, trying to go after Kano, and that's how she gets there? Yeah, and Jax um, is just like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stay on this dock here. Exactly. <laughs> well, the, the fact they're special ops. Instead, in this movie, they know everything, and they're trying to go and get the heroes. I thought that was kind of a weird concept, since they're like, you know, government right. agents or whatever. I was I was okay with it. Um, it like it wouldn't be what I would have done, like, for sure, but... Uh, I, th- I think you had to have some kind of catalyst to introduce our main character. <laughs> Just let me know when you want to get to uh, the guy who I can't even fucking remember his name. Cole. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Cole. Um, oh, we, we forgot about him already. <laughs> yeah, we've skipped past him. Uh, I'm assuming, I, I was assuming we'll get to him. Um, he might have been earlier in this, this, this list. I th- yeah, I think he was like the third one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, uh as far as like having some kind of catalyst to like um introduce um the, the like the the essentially the tournament um that we never get to in this movie which was kind of another weird choice oh no that's um, definitely not something i had a problem with at all <laughs> i honestly i didn't uh i was i fine. know they're going for a trilogy they said that to begin with yeah but see my thing is if you're going for a trilogy then you just wasted a movie by not doing the tournament like and it seems like the second movie's heading in the direction of finding the other Earth heroes. So are we not mm-hmm. going to get the fucking tournament to, until the third movie? I don't know. I would assume we're going to get the, like a lot of the finding the heroes will be off screen, and the tournament will be in the latter half of the second movie. I w- I would hope, but we shall see. Um, but uh, but no, I mean I was fine with the whole. Um, you know they've been they've been tracking this thing and and Sonya's got all these fucking like she's basically Charlie Day in the meme she's yeah. got all the fucking things on the wall. Um, I actually really chuckled at the, the you know Cole basically being like, uh, what the fuck they didn't they can't even fucking spell like when like. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I thought the, the the meta I thought the meta um commentary that they they kind of lace in this movie was fucking great um because that's one example of it but they like they do it um uh we're jumping ahead a little bit but I do want to mention it and if I don't do it now I'll probably forget go for um, it. but that when when they're doing the training the sparring session with Kano and I think it's Liu Kang um and he trips him 
And, then, and it keeps it, on doing it? Yeah. Oh and he's like, like is that the that, only move you know? I've been that motherfucker before. Dude, I was sitting in the theater with John, and I, like, looked over at John, and I was like, it's, that's me! That's me! Like, because I, you know, you've played me in Mortal Kombat Trilogy. I'll keep tripping your ass until you we, learn how to fucking we, block we it. We all have that thing where it's like, that. mine's the uppercut, but then that gets yeah. sodded out very easily. But yeah, no, I mean, if you can get in close and just start, like, if you can time the trips, like, it is so hard to, for the your opponent to break that cycle. And I thought, like, just the fact that they, like, like were... Aware. aware enough of that and didn't like they they did it in a good way like to where it was it didn't feel awkward uh when watching it on screen but it of course made like the audience laugh and and like anybody who's played mortal Kombat is has been in that situation uh, yeah that. yeah so i i did enjoy that so yeah so cole young since yes, you brought him up yes. he was played by lewis tan uh, he was a descendant, and I knew it right at the beginning. I'm Me sorry, they, they didn't. They did a good nope. job. I knew it. it. Yeah, absolutely. As soon as, as soon as they, okay. So a little backstory. Uh, like you and I probably follow these like reports and stuff closer mm-hmm. than your average viewer. So we knew that this character was going to be in the movie. We knew that he was a. a, a Character created just for the movie. Yeah, you, it was a mandate by Warner Brothers, Brothers director, exactly. And screenplay writer. And that they had to have this character, which I guess we can either do this now or we can do it later. Like you could have just made that character Johnny Cage and done away with everything and just had Johnny Cage be the avatar through which the audience or learns it, stuff. Like I said, if you're going to make him the descendant of Scorpion. Have Scorpion, the older one, die at the end of it, maybe come back as like an evil demon one. Yeah. Or but have shit. him have essentially takes, be Scorpion. He, yeah, he takes yeah. over the role of Scorpion. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, see, I don't even know how I feel about that necessarily, but I definitely think that would be like for his powers. Um, I don't, I still don't even know exactly what his powers are. I guess he, he absorbs, absorbs energy. energy yeah. So when he gets his ass beat, and they kind of set that up early in the movie with. You know, before the fight, the, just 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 a great way to introduce your hero, your brand new hero for this franchise. Yeah. You have him lose in his first MMA fight that they show him with. Yes, with his daughter yelling directions as his coach. Yeah, do the uppercut. <laughs> Which that yeah that see that would be an example. Of so if he's in the new that have game, shoehorned in. They don't need to be there. So if he's in the new game as a DLC, do you think the like the his daughter will run on and be like, do the uppercut? <laughs> I hope do so. It? Like the little tootsie. Um, like you just have her pop in real quick. Do the uppercut. Um, so, well, real quick, Louis Tan, if you guys were wondering, because I don't remember him in a lot, but he's in Wu Assassin, so he's been involved with some of Riz's projects, martial arts, Deadpool 2, I don't remember him in that, Into the Badlands. Which is a fucking awesome show. I, I, it is a cool show. I only watched the first season, and I kind of fell off, but, so obviously, once again, another guy that knows martial arts right. that they picked for the yes. show. Um, and I think the only other person I can think of... You have Raiden, who we kind of talked about a little bit. Uh, Tubanabo Asano. I I hope I didn't butcher that. Yeah, it sounded I, I, it sounded perfect. God, no, it, it didn't. It's <laughs> no, I know. It's, I was being facetious. <laughs> it sounded like Bill Bird doing the Latino Music Awards <laughs> for the fucking Grammys. Who the hell did that to him? Made him fucking do that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a thing, but that's fucking hilarious. Oh, people got mad about that because he couldn't pronounce their names. Anyways, <laughs> so he played Raiden and uh, and No Chin Han, uh, who I've seen a bunch of stuff. Shang Tsung. And uh, yeah, he's the snitch in Batman. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. the one that I know him as. 
to me, and this is one thing that's going to be hard for them to get over, with those two in specific, I couldn't get past the original 1995 film with those two characters. Because you can say what you Which want. Which two? Shang Tsung and Shang Liu Kang? Sung, no, Shang Tsung and uh, Raiden. Oh, okay. You can yeah. say what you want about how cheesy that movie is, but Christopher Lambert, even though obviously a Japanese God of Thunder should be fucking Japanese! Sure. Uh, but, and that goes without saying. We're, but, we're not arguing the merits of uh, it, anything outside of just Lambert's performance here. Yeah. Yeah. Just he had an, and same thing with Carrie uh, Tagawa. Their their versions of those. That's the reason why there's a DLC for fucking Mortal Kombat to be yeah. able to get Shang Tsung from the movie. Yeah. Because people, you know, he just had like all this aggression and. That other one was kind of like they were trying to make him Loki, basically. Yeah. A Loki, Loki, if you know what I'm saying, basically. Yeah. yeah. And the cast is fine. A lot, some of them I was fine with, but a lot of them I liked. I don't think it's so much the cast. It just, I don't, that middle of the movie reminded me of the second Mortal Kombat movie in not a good way. Ooh, I would not go well, that far. What I'm trying to say that is that it was plotting. You would go to. You would go to Outworld, and then they would show you a backdrop, nothing really impressive. It would be all the monsters talking with Shang Tsung, just right. like in the second one, Annihilation. Sure. All the monsters talking to Shao Kahn. Then it would go to Earthrealm, and they're training, and Raiden's giving everyone's orders. It was like a Power Rangers movie. It uh, really was. Honestly, I think, um, it, uh, uh, to, to build on what you're saying here, um, I think one of the lamer parts of this movie is the brand the whole, oh god! But, but I don't know if I think that's so lame because it is like one of the what stupidest parts. Uh, I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's nothing in fucking Mortal Kombat. No, at all. no, no, no. But see, I can't remember. It, or, or I don't know it if I if I hate it because it reminds me so much of Mortal Kombat Annihilation because they had the tattoos yep. and when they killed them, the tattoo would come off them in the in that movie, and it 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 was basically kind of like. Don't take anything from that movie. Like, this, why are you doing anything that could be tied in? Really, so I don't know if I if I genuinely yeah, don't I'm, like it or if I just don't like it because it reminds me so much of Annihilation. Did this director pull a lot from the video games, or was he trying to make like a spiritual sequel to the first two fucking films? From I the 90s? think a little bit of both, honestly. Yeah, I, I do. I think, and, and obviously this is just speculation, but. Um, no, I mean, I, I think he had that in mind, uh, when he was making, you know, when, when they were like formulating this movie. Um, and I, I think you get like a lot of evidence of that. Like you said, with the, with the, the, the cuts to Outworld and them just having this weird expository dialogue, by the way, um, I don't know if you have one off the top of your head, so I'm not going to put you on the spot here, but like just the, the, like worst dialogue delivery in the movie um, and there's lots to choose yep. from, um, but I think like up there for me is when uh, essentially like Shang Tsung is is basically being like, all right, uh, Sub Zero, go do this thing, and he calls him Bihan, and Bihan, and he he's like, I'd no longer go by the name of Bihan. I am Sub Zero. Yeah, and I was just like, dude, could you just fuck it? Like, obviously, this would have been something that you came up. Where with. Where did he get the name Sub Zero from? I don't. That's know. That's an English term. Yeah, I don't That's, know. Well, I mean, but that at that point you're just nitpicking. I know because well, that's his character's name in the video game. So. I know, but I'm just saying, like, it could be like they're the, not going to explain that. You don't need to explain, but but to, to like, that you know point, how, you know to how, the point, 
to the point that you don't need to explain that. You don't need to have a scene where he's like, I am no longer Beyond. I am Because that's when it makes it cheesy. Yes. Because of the fact that, like, Flash, it, for instance, in the uh, MCU, or in the MCU, in the yeah. DC movies, he never is Flash. Aquaman's not Aquaman. That's what their names are, but they're Arthur Curry. That's, you know, and people give them that name. And right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Flash is actually named by the other Flash in the crossover thing that sure. they will have. Sure. So... To me, you really didn't need to be that much on the nose. Either don't say a fucking thing about it, don't be like... Just call him Bihan throughout the movie. We all know he's Sub-Zero. Or, just when when Shang Tsung is addressing him, just call him Sub-Zero and yeah. leave it at that. Like, we, you, we don't have to have that portion of it. Um, but I think also, and I can't remember specifically, but I think there's a part, too, where Scorpion has the same thing. Where, cause, Probably. Because his name's like... Um, I can't remember what his what his. He's got a weird ass name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a Japanese name. Um, but uh, but um, not just to be clear, not saying it, it's weird because Jap- I'm just saying it's a Japanese name, so it's like it, you know, it's it's a little difficult for your average American to like remember. Yeah, remember um, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but nevertheless, like he, I feel like there was one point in the movie where he says, "I'm I'm now Scorpion," you know, and it's like we don't need any, we don't need that. We don't like, need those extra things. Yeah. honestly, that's I don't that's know how not you feel. trusting your audience right there. I don't know how you feel, but I could have done honestly without the. Maybe get over here could have been the only one, but I didn't need fatality, and I Ooh, didn't need. Okay, I did not need. What was the other one? Uh, no, no, no. I love the other one. Okay, so the one that I did actually like that, like, really hit. Like, I was like, that's fucking great. Was right after Kung Lao cuts Natara in half, which, by the way, best fatality in the whole fucking movie. I fucking loved it, and he goes flawless victory, and he fucking spins his little fucking hat. <clears throat> To me, it was straight from the video. Game. That is a fucking great example of how to like pull in uh, things from the video game. Now, uh, to but to your point, when Liu Kang does like basically says fatality for Kung Lao, I was like, bro, didn't need it. No, no, no. Like if someone's gonna say fatality, I need it to be fucking Shang Tsung sitting on his fucking perch. Like, because they got that right in the original game. Now, they threw around Flawless Victory when there weren't Flawless Victories in the original movie. But, um, but nevertheless, like, that, that delivery and just the way it was written, I don't even think, I don't think you could be goddamn fucking Humphrey Bogart and you couldn't fucking deliver that line. Like, it, it just, it was terrible. Um... So yeah, I, I agree with you in that sense. But I did, I really liked Kung Lao's. I thought it was like it, it was just the right amount of cheese. Just the, everything about that was perfect to me. Yeah, based on the tone, it, it probably in that scenario alone, yeah, I'll agree with you. Um, but I'm trying, I'm trying to think of like more stuff in general uh, with the film. Uh, the the girl who played Melina, man, she was uh, she had a mess up mouth, but you know, COVID. Is a thing right now, so you could just, if you got into a romantic situation with this lady, you could just ask her to keep the mask on. Right. You know, but she's very, very pretty, but she died. Um, she definitely died. Well, the thing is, like, that she, her, Goro, and we're gonna, we're gonna, if you can't tell, we're gonna jump back and forth and shit. Yeah. Her, Goro, and Sub-Zero were all taken by Shang Tsung, and he said something about, like, eh, even in death, they can still 
right know, service me right and i don't know like obviously we know through lore that uh the original sub-zero uh, noob sabbath becomes they noob even, sabbath. yeah they even showed him in the black costume I right think, for a reason the, yeah yeah um so they're obviously like kind of alluding to that um i don't know how you get past the uh, the others I mean I guess you could just make him bring he could just bring him back I don't know but. so if he were to do if we were to just say fuck it since there's two of them yeah and they look very similar maybe Kentaro can be the like the replacement but either, see but my either thing replacement is, or like the resurrected version of Goro right because but, he's fire or some shit you but know my thing with that that could be what they do um, they'll probably just go straight to Mataros because he's so different yeah. you know um, but my thing with that is, if you're gonna do Goro like that, then just make that Kentaro. Because Kentaro's such a throwaway character, and Goro is so yeah. important for, like, later lore, especially with, like... Did they say that he was a part of the Shao Kahn, uh... Yes, which is also I weird. never, I never heard of that. Kentaro is the Shao Kahn, like, the, the, the I Shao thought, Kahn's I Goro. I thought they're separate, period. I thought that that's a family, and then Goro's a part of a race of, well, of, of, uh, just like Kentaro... They're part of a race of yeah, yeah. their own thing. They are, and they're actually they're from Adenia, which is Katana's okay. uh, realm. That's right. That has already been taken by Outworld. Um, but like Goro, it plays a big part in like. So we're gonna get like super nerdy here for a second. Sorry, we're gonna get like, sweaty later uh, on in the lore. I want to say it's like uh, either Deadly Alliance or shortly thereafter. Um, one of the like plot threads is. Katana unites uh, with Goro. They, they they team up and become allies to take back Adenia, um, and that's like one of the one of the plot threads because Shao Kahn has been weakened because he's been defeated and all that, and so they team up and they take back Adenia. Um, and like without Goro there, I mean, I guess you could just have Kintaro fill that in. But like like I said, if you're going to just fucking kill him. Immediately, just make it Kentaro so that we know Goro's coming next. Yeah, and we we don't care about Kentaro as much as we care about Goro. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was that was. But disappointing. I, I I feel like Molina and at least at least Molina and Noob Sabbath they'll be come back as. I think so. Um, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I definitely feel like Noob Sabbath. They have, they have going to make to enough money basically to quantify a sequel. So we'll wait to right. see that because I'm not saying that it can't. But right now, it's headed to basically breaking even. Yeah. If 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 if, if we're supposed to believe that it costs fifty five plus advertisement. Yeah. So they, about one hundred and ten. And it made fifty. Yeah. First weekend, you know, worldwide, it's going to do well. But if they don't make enough, and I understand it's pandemic, so it's different rules and stuff like right. that. It's kind of like counting for inflation, but in a completely different sense. Right. You right, know? right. But um. It's a different time period, basically. So, if they can make a sequel, I just want to say, and this is one glaring thing, and then we'll get more a little bit into the movie before we close out this. Sure. Um, we talked about it a little bit. They picked Simon McQuaid. He is someone that has worked with uh, James Wan. He's the producer. He put him in charge. Yeah. From what I know, at least, if I might be wrong, but first time director. Yes. Very the, first movie. He's done like some commercial work, is what he's known for, I think. And then the screenplay writer was a first-time guy, Greg Russo, and he was uh, then drafted by Dave uh, Callahan. And we mentioned earlier, too, that the studio was the reason that they had to include the character of Cole. Yes. Like, the studio was like... And what studio is this? Um, could, I, I could be wrong. 
but I think it's the one that constantly meddles with all of the DC stuff. You're right. Oh. Warner Brothers. Oh, go figure. Oh, and let me just tell you. So the, the guy that revised the guy that, you know, first time screenplay, uh, his last big movie was uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Nick, I, I just, uh. just want to say if they get a sequel, even if you like this, I feel like we should... and. Uh, the thing I'm comparing to is not really fair because I, I do think David Ayer got fucked in Suicide Squad. Sure, Club. yeah. But that but David Ayer is at least a proven fucking director. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, you see End of Watch, you see Fury. He wrote fucking Training Day. He yeah. knows what the hell he's doing. Exactly. But the, what we got, yeah. People still liked it. It's really cheesy. It's a terrible film. The sequel is now going to be done by James Gunn, and hopefully, oh, yeah, Suicide Squad. It's going to be awesome, but he's kind of borrowing what he wants from that original. Right. I would say do the second film, set up the story that you're doing anyways. Yeah. Find Johnny Cage, go to the tournament, yeah. let someone. There is three directors. I don't remember their names. Either the guy that did the raid, yes. Either the guy that did John Wick, yes, and also Deadpool too, yes. Um, or the guy who did Deadpool, um, yes. Any three of those guys. Let them do it. Get an actual good screenplay. Yeah. Try to base it more off the video game lore mm-hmm. than the movies in the nineties, which yeah. is what I feel like this guy did. You could do even a- the lizard. We never saw a reptile in a cop, even if whatever that was. Right. I don't it, think that was supposed to be the character of reptile. But still, it's it's like the thing you're going to borrow from the original film, and thank God it looked better than the original one because it was terrible in the fucking first movie. Yeah. But. He was a man lizard, but at least he turned into the reptile at some point. But right. yeah, you got to you got to show us some characters, so we don't have a real reptile. Katana has not been shown. Right. Uh, Johnny Cage has to be a character they find. Right. That seems to be the first person. Who the fuck are you get for Johnny Cage? Uh you know what's funny? I always wanted Army Hammer, but he's Ugh. yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad idea, man, but yeah. Well, I I, I know this is going to sound really bad, but I feel comfortable that I, I'm on your podcast, so you're not going to crucify me for it. I, I feel like you can get him for cheap, <laughs> like with Probably. the market as it is. Um, but no, that's not a good idea. Well, that he's guy, that guy shouldn't, and shit. You that know. guy shouldn't get a fucking role right now, at the very least. Um, but uh, if you're going to match cheesiness, I will say even again... Let the Miz try it. I mean, you're going to have to need somewhat of a stub, yeah. a stunt double. You would at least be able to get the action. You need a guy that's a fucking cocky asshole that's right. full of himself. I mean, if he wasn't so old, I'd say get the guy from fucking um, uh, Johnny. Uh, God dang it! From that TV show. Oh, on Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Just, just just get the actor as Johnny yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's that's definitely the exact too old. same character, but yeah, he's too old. For yeah, him. Um, you need someone good though. Yeah, no, I mean, you need somebody who's who's going to be, like, well-adept at martial arts. Um, he's got to be, like, a, a, a tall, brown-haired, you know, good-looking white dude. Um, that's why I've always thought Army Hammer. Like, yeah. he fits most of those bills. I don't know how good his... But, like, obviously, we don't need to belabor that point. I mean, he's he's... Problematic. Right now. Yeah, it's like but, it's like suggesting Shia LaBeouf for a role right now. It's like all right, I'm just gonna not do that. Right, right, right. You know? uh, but nevertheless, uh, I, I you know I don't think I don't think it's necessarily like super important who you get. 
But I think all of the things that we just said that you need, you need to hit those checkpoints. Yes. You need to have a good-looking guy. He needs to be tall. He needs to be like a brown. Or I mean, I guess you can dye, you know, hair. But um, but brown hair is for his appearance, whether he has it or not. Dye it that color. Um, tall white dude and and good looking and uh, you know can can do like this kind of mix of cocky uh, asshole but still kind of endearing. Like, yeah, that's that's what you need for Johnny Cage. It's very much like a guy that you would pick for the role of Booster Gold in DC would probably sure. be very similar, except for one's an athlete, the other one's a martial artist. Right. So you kind of have to have that di- that dynamic. Um, what about Katana? I'm actually going to suggest uh, is it is it Elda Gold from Daredevil who played Elektra? I forgot what her name. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I think she, yeah, I think she would perfect. do a great job. For yeah, her. that's I've, I've got nothing better. That's perfect. Yeah and. Ninjas, I want to see smoke. Yeah, I, I thought we were smoke. gonna get smoke when when the when Goro shows up to fucking fight Cole. But like before that happens, you see Cole. the smoke come out, and I totally yeah. thought that was gonna be smoke, and I got like super excited. And then it was Goro, and then that whole like you said, that whole fight was just not that good. I even thought about it that Cole could have became smoke because smoke was actually part of. From what I believe, Scorpion, same thing. No, even. no, he's he's uh, Lin Kuei. He's Lin Kuei. Yeah, but he he still has a spear. Like Scorpion he does, does, he does. But uh, um, but he's definitely a, a okay. member of the Lin Kuei. He he and the uh, younger Sub Zero, Sub Bihan's younger brother, um, were the two guys who um, like essentially fled the Lin Kuei because they had started the Cyber Initiative. Um, yeah. And so they made Cyrax, they made Sector, and then they captured Smoke and turned, turned Smoke into, into a, a robot. Yes. And Sub Zero was the only one who got away. That was the, the storyline. Oh, and got. that's another character. We need the the new Sub Zero. The younger Sub Zero, yeah. So, some Which, type of actor. I, I got a question. Uh, how is. So, Sub Zero kills Scorpion back in like 16 something? Yep. How's he still alive? Never explained. I, okay, so I, I have an argument for it, um, and it would basically be this. So, in the Mortal Kombat canon, any warrior who wins Mortal Kombat um, essentially gets the gift of Immortality? not aging. No, well, not aging until, you know, the next tournament, which the tournament happens Well, every- Highlander's not in this one. He's in the original one. <laughs> Right, but like, no, I'm serious. That's that's yeah. not even a. That's just that. That's a, a broad, thing that that happens within Mortal Kombat. So, um, I guess does does that portend that Sub Zero, not Goro, but Sub Zero is Shang Tsung's, Outworld champion. I don't know. I guess, but they that's, never explain it. You just said another one though. So we need to have some meddling with Shang Tsung, but eventually Shao Kahn's got to make his presence. Right. But, but 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 back to what I was saying just for a second. But if that's the case, if the mm-hmm. case is that, you know, he obviously existed. They've already set it up that he existed back in, you know, the 1600s when he killed Scorpion. Um, and all of his fucking people and, and all wife of, and yeah, son. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so if that's the case, then you can't make this version of the second Sub-Zero his brother. It would make no fucking sense. I get what you're saying, yeah. It would have to be like an ancestor. And that's fine. They've already kind of interpreted that. Yeah, and but like, but like, so 
that'll be interesting to have. That'll be something that may be interesting that you can actually use this Cole character for, since he is an ancestor of Scorpion. You get an ancestor of Sub Zero. They kind of squash the beef and team up to fight alongside each other. And then they take over the roles afterwards. Or sure. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So maybe that's how they do it. Or what I would actually even prefer is they just kill off Cole in the sequel. <laughs> like, I don't think it's going to happen. I, feel, I, feel I don't like either. It's one of those stupid things Warner Brothers wants. Well, yeah. I think they, they left a, enough leeway to still make Liu Kang follow Liu Kang's traditional arc. Yes. Um, he obviously gets very much sidelined in this movie, which kind of was a bummer. Um, but I do, I, I would still prefer to see that. Like, I wasn't sold enough. I didn't, put it this way, I didn't hate Cole, the character of Cole, as much as I thought I would, because I love Mortal Kombat lore so much. Yep. Um, so I thought I would fucking hate him, and I was like, just readying myself, and he wasn't as bad as I thought he would be. Mm -hmm. He was not good. Um, he wasn't intriguing enough for me to care about where his character is going in the future. But, I mean, technically, what Mortal Kombat fans have to realize, especially the diehards that didn't like him, yeah. we've gotten used to, throughout the course of video games, of giving a fuck about a random character that we never heard of, like Shujinko. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And playing the whole entire fucking story game with yeah, him, yeah. and then he ends up being an endearing character that you like. Sure, yeah. So we, gotta we give, have to give him more time. Give him the benefit of the doubt, sure. Um, and I and honestly, I don't. I just don't think he's like... I don't think he's, like, bad um, as far as a character. Like, he's generic. I don't think he's that good. Oh! Yeah. I mean, Sorry. he's not. He's generic. He's fine. Um, it's, it, it's, it's tough to have a generic fine character be the linchpin of your film when he is not a character that any of the hardcore fans are, have any familiarity with because he's brand new. I think that's, that's I think, where the, 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 the problem comes in. Okay, so... Before we wrap this up with Mortal Kombat, I I want to talk about two things. Okay. One, I want to talk about uh, comparing this to the 1995 movie. Okay. Um, so let's just start there. Um, I think, and and you can let me know what, you know what your opinion is on, on. Of course, I fucking will. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think the. This movie absolutely does better with the fight scenes. Yes. And it absolutely delivers on the gore of Mortal Kombat um, yes. with the fatalities. I think it does those two things so well that it s surpasses the original movie, in my opinion. Because um, I fucking hate the fighting in the original movie. It's not that good. It's the only one fucking that I remember. terrible. Being decent, so bad. It might have been because my age is Johnny Cage versus uh, Scorpion. Scorpion and that's the, the, that's the, the, the but closest that's you can come. So, and it's not even when they're in the forest; it's when they go to hell and they start really doing hand that's to hand. Right. Um, but uh, but even that, I mean, because because uh, Lyndon Ashby was a pretty um, well enough skilled martial artist. Yeah, um, and Ray Park played. Uh, Scorpion. Scorpion. So there you go. I mean, that that's, makes sense. Yeah, but um, but even that, the way it's shot is fucking terrible. Like, there's no elongated shots. It's all fucking chopped up. Which this movie did a lot of that too, especially in the middle. Especially when they started doing like the, the, all right, you're gonna go fight this person. You're gonna go fight this person. You're gonna so, because they were cutting back and they weren't cutting the 
the scenes because the actor. Okay, I gotta say sucked. this before I forget. Okay, one of my favorite back and forth scenes yeah. is one of my favorite fight scenes at the end. Yeah. Scorpion Sub Zero. Yeah, and you have Scorpion Sub Zero. They're beating the shit out of each other. It's a great scene, and they go back to Cole, and he's like beating the ice, trying to get yes! his wife and kid who should be dead out of yes. the fucking thing. And it's like they keep on literally going back and forth, like one of them's a goddamn fight. Yes, yes. And I was like, can we just chill with Scorpion Sub Zero? They're having the best fight in the fucking movie. I agree. I totally agree. Sorry, I had I, to get that out there. No, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Like that, that part was, it was, it was, it was a tough, it was tough to defend. I can't defend. It's it. a, I've got it, no answers. It's, it's like but, you're losing at the beginning of the movie to be our hero that we're supposed to root for. Stuff like right that. to be the downtrodden, you know, whatever. Ah, but shit. you're right. Uh, yeah, that was that was rough. And you know, it's also too. It's like, um, why didn't you just kill him, Sub Zero? I mean, I guess. He wanted to bait um, him into coming, but like he Cole didn't know they were still alive when he showed up. No, he just showed dead. him the bracelet, like that his daughter made. You know, and then Scorpion made the warmth that started like getting to, them. To, yeah, to like unfreeze I them. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, which I mean, I guess I technically you could probably be in ice for that long and survive. Yeah, um, so there's that. But like, but I don't know why Sub Zero didn't just kill them. I that they. I love Sub Zero really though. Makes sense. I do too. Like like it like Batman and BVS. I'm gonna compare it like this. Sure. They treated Sub Zero like a horror character yes. in certain in certain yes. aspects, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I actually like when he showed up at their house. That was scary yeah, and menacing. Yeah, that was that was. It was, was like intense. Batman when he was in the corner when the or, cop was in the fucking place, or when like uh, when he when he fights Jax and he just walks into the fucking building yep. and then Jax comes in and he's like he's stalking Jax. Like, yeah, that shit's fucking great. Hey, hey Jax, and that is the one reason why I can forgive them not being true to the lore for Sub-Zero because the execution of the character was yeah. still very well done. Well, okay, so we're going to talk liberties and I'll, I'll talk about some of the things I like from the original. The fucking original took so many goddamn liberties. Yeah. Like, like Scorpion Sub-Zero were mind drones to fucking Shang Tsung. Yep. They were Hate both it. bad guys. Hated it. Um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that did not make sense. The whole reptile thing with him being this weird, ugly chameleon thing. Yeah. You know, there's certain things... What they did right that I think this one didn't, and it's the reason why I compare more to uh, Annihilation, mm-hmm. is the the app for nineteen ninety five. Yeah, the atmosphere, the inside of the place where they had dinner, the whole entire look of the fucking temple, it really looked pretty badass for that time period. The island and looks fucking dope. Their special effects, especially like the thing the which made no sense because Scorpion never had that; he just had a spear. Right. But the monster coming out of his hand and shit like that, which was stupid, but it was executed well yeah you yeah. know there were certain things that they did pretty well and the actors themselves i thought mm. luke king was fine i thought He's katana fine. was was good i loved raiden i love shang sung yes uh, it was hard to get past those actors i guess in those certain yeah ways. i would say luke king raiden shang sung way better in the original i would say sub-zero uh scorpion yeah. and kano way better in this one that, absolutely yeah um, it would be great if you could make a movie where you have all of that. Well, I have an idea about that, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah? But we, di- we didn't get a really a chance to finish talking about comparing to the 1995 sure. film. Yeah. But we do have this thing, this time period nowadays. And this is just a projection, since I think this money's going to make... Or this money. This movie's going to make enough money sure. to quantify a sequel. Yeah. And probably we'll get to the third one. Since in the storyline this happens anyways, and I kind of told you about this, my brother told me about this, 
and they're making movies where the Flash is going to interact with Michael Keaton's fucking uh, Batman, and also Spider-Man's going to go back and talk to Tobey Maguire. We all know nostalgia. What if they set up a film that showed you the end of the 90s Mortal Kombat of what happens and kind of makes it like how it is, where Liu Kang takes over for Raiden, and they're all much older. And Are they you bringing a... Robin Shu to fucking play Raiden? I, I don't... I, you, you just, you just like, comb- you, you have a clash, like they've done several times, yeah. about restarting stuff at, by the third one. So the second one's a tournament, and the right. third one would be about... Like the invasion... Like, so, something where they have to like have both cast like the old cast come back. Get what is Brid, Bridget? What is Bridget Fonda doing? Brid, Bridget Nielsen. Is it Bridget Nielsen? Yeah. No, Bridget Nielsen was the big bitch from uh, from. Um, oh, that's right. It's it's not Bridget Fonda though. <sighs> what? I don't think it's Fonda. The one the one that was in uh, the one Happy, that was in fucking Billy Madison. Yes, Billy yeah. Madison and House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, she had a string of movies. What the fuck's she doing? Johnny Cage, what the fuck's he doing? You know I, what I'm saying? I can tell you what Johnny Cage is doing. What's he doing? Uh, he's directing Hallmark movies. <laughs> I think that he could have a little bit... I of... think he would be very down to reprise his if role. If you do that and we keep the cheese level, but we kind of like the next one's a little more epic and yeah. kind of opened up with the story, I could be down for that. For the I bet movie. Robin Shu would be down. I bet all those actors would be down to come back. Oh, yeah. It's, How... it's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Just... Shang Tsung's old I... as fuck, though. Oh, sure, sure. Um, but, like, in the original fucking, uh, video game, Shang Tsung's old as fuck. So, like, fine. You know? Um, I, I, I uh... You probably don't have Christopher Lambert come back as Ra- second Raider. I, yeah, I, he'd be the one who'd probably be like, I'm fucking doing that. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't want Dude Buddy from, uh... Um, although, he was willing to come back for the third, um, Mortal Kombat movie hmm. when that was in pre-production hell forever, so... Um... What was it, what was the actor that fucking replaced him? He was uh, the dad. Uh, James dad Remar. And Dexter. James Remar. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dad and Dexter. Uh, and outside of that, probably most famous for being the like the second in command for the Warriors for the movie The Warriors. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, and he basically tries to sexually assault an undercover police officer on That's a park so bench and gets gets arrested as he should have. Um, no. Uh, Actually, I think that's a, a pretty interesting idea. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, would... I, don't I don't expect Warner Brothers to do anything no, intelligent no. like that. But then again, they're doing it with the Flash movie, so maybe um, this is nowhere near I, the scope. Honestly, of War, I, uh, DC films. Okay, well, let's uh, two things. One, I think you're you're even more on point with having the sort of um, the Suicide Squad to. Uh, Suicide Squad that they could do with, mm-hmm. you know, you could basically ignore the parts that they set up in this movie that are kind of eh, and keep the parts that work and... Put more of Luke King as probably like one of the leads this time. Absolutely. He needs you know. to be. And honestly, again... Establish his new sub I'm just gonna say, like, just kill off Cole. Like, I... I like unless, unless you... Unless the concept is you want him to take over his Scorpion. Yeah, then I don't mind. Yeah, but see, I don't think that's the concept. I mean, I guess they could pivot to that. Um, I thought they were going to do it in the movie. I really did. Yeah. When he started, like, having flames and stuff like that, and it started, like, going all over his body, I'm like, oh, he's about to just... He's about I, to be... I was about to get over the fact that a scorpion costume was about to pop on him. Yeah. I was about to be like, okay, cool, fine, fuck yeah. it. But then it was like, he looks like Aquaman with a chainmail. Yeah, it was a bad look. Um, and the Goro fight was fucking terrible. Man. It was bad. You bad. literally had a green screen of him 
just like fighting, and then Goro would be like, rah, 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 and like. Well, and not to mention, everybody knows how you beat Goro. You beat Goro with jump kicks. I didn't see one fucking jump kick. Like, come on. Yeah. Everyone knows this. It, a barn, it, it a bar, is known. <laughs> a barn almost beat him. A barn almost beat fucking Goro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that was that was rough. Um, I I did like the way he looked. I thought he looked fucking awesome. He did. Um, but yeah, as far as his use was not not good. Um, but yeah, I I, I think that, that I, I agree. That's where you go going forward. You 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 not a full soft reboot, but a partial soft reboot to kind of. get into the tournament. Or um, and if, and we gotta get more from Raiden and Luke Kang. Give we us a series on HBO Max to kind of get us to the next film or something. That, yeah, like that, that like a little mini series or would, something. That would be smart too. Well, and I think honestly, that's what the web series did so well. Was yeah. it? It set up each individual, I, I like, ten minutes it. of each individual character. I love that concept, but I don't need it that realistic, but I do need it a little bit less cheese. And somewhere in the middle between those two yeah, concepts. Yeah, there was, there was some cheese that really worked for me in this. Like I said, the tripping part. Yep. The meta of it. Um, and then there was other cheese that just sucked. Like, it just didn't work. Or just um, stuff that didn't make sense, like... Why would Jax want to go after the guy with the hammer as, like, a challenge when Sub-Zero ripped his fucking arms off? Also, that's not how Rico looks. I don't remember how Re- because he's such, like, a weird B character. It well, I like. know, but it's great to use that character because you can just throw him away. Yeah, and he dies. Who cares? Yeah, um, but, like, he, he's got, he kind of looks like a ninja, but he's got, like, a more, um, like a, like a Robin sort of facial mask thing. Okay. Um, Spoiler mask? Yeah, it doesn't cover, like, his face, but it, it, it covers, like, his eyes. Um, and his, his suit, um, I guess picture, like, a, like a Batman suit, because uh, it has the, the bars, the, or the, what do you call those? I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he didn't look anything fucking like yeah, and he, but it. Yeah, but his suit's, like, maroon and black, um, and this guy just looked like, I don't know, like an angry British person at a fucking That's soccer because game. Because it was an angry British person. <laughs> it, I forgot what his name is, but he's the one who played in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, uh, the, yeah. The big sun guy that was like, you Nathan know. Jones? Nathan Jones. Oh, Nathan Jones. I didn't even re- recognize him. Yep. Um, yeah, now that was that was a bummer for me. I um, And I don't, I don't know, maybe they did this in later games, but I don't remember Rico having a fucking hammer. He had like throwing stars. And, like, I remember, I remember at least, because he was introduced in Mortal Kombat 4, which is universally considered the worst Mortal Kombat game. Um, And, but, like, his character, the way that character looked was really fucking cool. And, basically, after Mortal Kombat 4, they didn't bring him back until, like, Armageddon, or maybe shortly before that. But like he, so he's totally a throwaway character. I don't mind them using him the way they did. Just I just like people, I just don't think he. People were bitching he doesn't about look like Rico. The though. flying chick. Who oh the fuck? yeah, Natara. No one cared about. No her. one fuck cares about Natara. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you got to realize they they have to have some sacrifices. Yeah, there are using that. They like, use Suicide Squad as an example, but this new movie, you can tell some of those people are going to die. Make it, yeah, they ain't gonna make it out alive. So, but um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that, but um, but overall, so I mean maybe we're just end with like kind of our overall feelings. Um, 
I did think that it was a bad movie. <laughs> like, just throwing that out there. I think I've said it a couple times already. So I don't think it's a good movie. But I enjoyed it because, um, essentially, the fact that they fucked up, I knew they were going to fuck up the lore. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard enough to know, like, oh, they're they're not doing this, they're doing that, they're not doing this, they're doing that. And so I knew that was going to happen. They got the lore better than I actually thought they would. And the fighting, the, the like, fighting and the choreography was pretty good. And uh, especially, like we said, between uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Um, and the, uh, I guess, overall um, sort of like action and the fatalities and everything is very in the spirit of the video games. Um, so they may not have got the lore right, but they got the spirit of Mortal Kombat right. Um, whereas I think the original, though it has a more coherent storyline from A to B, uh, or A to Z, whatever, um, than this movie, because this movie's all over the fucking place, uh, as far as the, the plot and storyline and everything else. Um, but they it's not in the spirit of Mortal Kombat. The fucking fighting is fucking terrible in the original. Uh and uh you know, it's it's it doesn't get the lore right either. So it misses out on all three points where at least this hits the the one point particularly um of uh, it gets the spirit of Mortal Kombat, I think. Um I think that one just just to reference and and kind of get out of the whole comparing to 1995, which is going to happen anyways, regardless. Um, I think that the, the the original one definitely took liberties, as all of them did. Mm-hmm. Some of us, unfortunately, had to watch the John Leguizamo's uh, Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Bob Hoskins. As Mario, and John Leguizamo as Luigi. And Dennis Hopper as fucking Koopa. <laughs> and a raptor as fucking uh, Yoshi. Yeah. 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 Remember the Cooper Troopers? They were in like big... They had a small head and they them just dance. kind of waddled around. And the fucking elevator yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. But the original movie, the atmosphere, the the look of a lot of stuff, the design, uh, some of the, the costumes were great in, I think, both of them. The latter one, the newer one being better. But... When it comes to the actors really taking those roles and the, who they have for the characters presented in it, I think they did a good job with that. And I think that the pace and the tone weren't all over the place. Now watching them back to back pretty much in one day compared to the newer one. The newer one, I like the beginning. I really do. I like the... Yeah. The, everything the opening scene is fucking great. Everything they do with Sub-Zero and Scorpion is great. And that's how they got a lot of people because they, they release the first eight minutes to watch... That was that scene. That was smart. And then after that, it's a very meandering thing that reminded me, like I said, more of the second one of just kind of exposition and stuff where they don't really explain everyone's everything. The reptile scene was cool. Kano was fucking awesome. Kano was fucking great. Sonya and Jax were fine. They're fine. Yeah. Jax had T Rex arms. <laughs> Didn't really fucking. <laughs> that get was that. weird too. Like so. They all have their um, what's it called a a cura a cura yeah that um, that is it yeah that they that, so that their power that manifests when they when they unlock it mm-hmm. so what's Jax's growing arms 
And then it, we get into this aspect of it that I thought was absolutely ridiculous. It reminded me of the Power Rangers, where all of them have this birthmark that then get, <laughs> that then gains them a superpower when you really didn't even know. Like honestly, Sonya doesn't have to have the pink ring thing come out of her fucking arm. She's a badass. She can do. I like the pink ring thing, and I but, love the fact that like. But if you beat I love someone, the way that I if, love... you, if you beat someone, then you gain theirs. It's like what? Just wait a minute. Uh, there was one character that they defeated that definitely had one on there, and no one gained shit. I uh, can't remember. It was Reptile. Yes, it was. That was it, or whatever version of Reptile that was. But it was uh, he was defeated by Kano, who already had one. So. Cabal, I wish would shut the fuck up oh, this time he was on. Okay, and how can did we he beat Liu we, Kang so easily? Fuck? Okay. To, to, yes, two things that we have not discussed yet, because I'm on board with you here. First of all, when did they decide to make Cabal just some fucking New Yorker? Like, what? I don't know why that was the decision. Cabal's were, from, or, or he's been a part of Kano's group. Kano is Australian, right? Yeah, yeah. So why is Cabal a fucking New Yorker? I don't think he needs to be Australian. I just, I don't know why. I don't think he, he needs to look like the Predator and have fucking flashes super speed either. I didn't mind the look. I thought the look was fine. And and the super speed thing is part of his powers in the video. Yeah. Game. So, um, I'm, I'm cool with all that. Um, he was getting the better of Liu Kang, though, for a while. That, yeah. So, they made Liu Kang a bitch in this they movie. They did. And that, that definitely frustrated me. Like, I, I can kind of live with it because I think they, they kind of, and they've kind of like reworked this throughout a lot of the video games to where like Kung Lao is actually supposed to be the the guy, but he dies early on, and then Lu- it's actually Liu Kang or whatever. Like obviously in the and original then Kung games, Lao comes like back from the dead, I think at some point. Yeah, but obviously like Liu Kang is supposed to be the chosen one, um, and uh, yeah, they like he got his ass whooped by uh, Cabal. Um, he couldn't save Kung Lao from getting his soul snatched. Uh, and By the way, that's one of those situations in the movie where it was like, no, we probably could have prevented that if we like took a couple seconds no, to fucking go no, back. No, 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 dude. No, you, okay, you're already preaching to the choir because, okay, first of all, so that's, like, Kano's, like, laser eye is strong enough to break Raiden's force field. Where the fuck is Raiden? Why Why isn't Raiden being more attentive to his fucking warriors? And why hasn't Raiden, why did, why hasn't Raiden, like, gathered up his warriors sooner than, like, yeah, the next full moon? Yeah, why did he wait this as fucking far as, long yeah. into it? Um, also, and, wait, wait, that brings up even bigger ridiculous thing. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if you are Outworld and you win ten times... Mm-hmm. Then you get to take over, and Earthrealm has only done it once. So what the fuck does it matter if they win this next one? What is this? Uh, are, no, they, they have ha- to win ten in a row. They have to win ten in a row. Yeah. Okay, so I think the Falcons the last have nine. a better chance of winning the fucking Super Bowl than Earthrealm actually has to beating Outworld, which is nine out of ten. Yeah, well, especially when they're cheating and like coming in and fucking killing off their warriors early. Um, yeah, that was rude of, of Shang Tsung. Yeah, so, very, so very. So basically, we're going back to Atlanta versus New England, but Shang Tsung is not. Bella- is Bel- Do we have to bring up the fucking Falcons? Is, no, no, you like the scenario. Okay. So, so, so Shang Tsung is Belichick, and by by screwing stuff up, he's doing the <laughs> deflating the balls and shit. You know. Okay, so yeah, he's a cheater. That's the only reason that Falcons lost. That's, that's, it doesn't make me feel any better. No, I still because I, they didn't really cheat. Fuck, they just lost. Yeah, fuck um, the Falcons, um, and fuck Tom Brady too. Uh, but no, uh, so like that. Yeah, that that was that was very problematic. Um, I, 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 again, I could get past it, but like, 
there's a lot of things you could you could stack up a lot of things with this movie that are like eh. you just gotta like go with it yeah just go with god <laughs> go with god <laughs> go with raiden um but uh but yeah i mean overall it's not a good movie i had a fairly good time watching it um i don't i i wonder i wonder when i'm gonna feel that i have not yet felt the urge to rewatch it um i don't think i ever will i think i will um i definitely I, i'll tell you this i think i'll definitely rewatch it before i rewatch either of the original two well i think annihilation goes without saying well yeah i don't um, know who the fuck would want to watch that movie. no but like, but even like that, the original man. Like the last time I watched it is like three or four years ago, and it's just so disappointing. But to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. Um, I was on a, I was on a like a kung, uh, a kung fu or a martial arts kick. So I was watching like the Ung Bak movies with Tony Jaw. Yes. Uh, the uh, Ip Man movies. Yes. Uh, with Donnie Yen. Um, uh, the Raid. Uh, 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 Jet Li's like Fearless and Hero like I saw I was on like a big you know uh, martial art kick uh, old school Jackie Chan Legend of the Drunken Master is fucking phenomenal if you want to see if anybody out there like wants the perfect introduction to a badass fucking martial arts movie go watch Legend of the Drunken Master is like 1993 some of the best fucking choreography ever in a fighting uh in like a kung fu or martial arts movie um but nevertheless i digress uh so i was watching those movies and then i went back and made the mistake of like watching mortal Kombat after watching all of those fucking movies uh yeah talk about a fucking letdown um i mean again like you said dane the only like somewhat redeemable fight in that movie is uh johnny cage versus scorpion um but the rest of it is just bad the fights are all bad um so at least we got a couple good fights in this and some really cool fatalities fatalities were cool yeah for sure (sighs) i don't know i just feel like if we're going to continue this i i don't know i just think that a lot of people i see are giving the whole like well you know it was fun it was it was it was fun you know and to me, it's like, I get that. I understand that. But can we please get past this thing where we only expect video game movies to be, like, at the level... If it gets if it gets to the best quality film, like the intelligence of a fucking Fast and the Furious film, you know what I'm saying? Like, can we, can we kind of treat these properties? Because if not, I don't want to see Legend of Zelda get adapted. I don't want to see Metal Gear Solid get adapted. I don't want to see God of War get adapted. Halo. You know why? Because I think that Hollywood will fuck them up and make them cheeseball as shit. So my biggest thing is, like, fine, this is alright, it wasn't even a tournament, which is a problem with it, but also a good thing if you think about it. Yeah. Let's get it to a different director, let's pump some people in there, you know, there's plenty of people. Give it a slightly bigger budget. Yeah, give it a hundred million, especially if it makes yeah. money, give it a hundred million, not yeah. fucking fifty. I mean, yeah. that, that was cheap. And don't have a first-time director, don't have a first-time screenplay, and don't have the guy that revises it, the one that fucking did the last Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. There was obvious things they did where it was basically they didn't care. And at first, when this movie came out, they were going off the basis that James Wan was going to be involved, and he was an executive producer. Right. So, 
give me something more, give me something more. The, the lore itself can provide you a really great film. And, you know, Nick named several martial arts movies that have been popular, you know, in the last couple of years. And yeah. I've already said, the guys that did John Wick, the the director that did the first Deadpool movie. Um, yeah, D- David Leach, I think is yeah. his name. Uh, I don't think he's going to be terribly expensive. I mean, he's going to be more expensive yeah. than a first-time director. Yeah. But he's not going to cost you, like, a crazy amount of money. No, it, it can't be. I just feel like you that this, this whole thing was... It reminded me, in a bad way, about the last Power Rangers live-action movie. Um, Never saw it. They kind of had, like, a same thing. Like, they had superpowers based on something... I just want you guys, instead of trying to do Superman or Superman, superhero tropes, go by what superhero films do nowadays, especially with Marvel, where they look at them as normal fucking films. You honestly could have established Mortal Kombat by itself and then had a Sub Zero movie and a Scorpion movie. Kind of do what DC wanted to do a long time ago, yeah. and with some of these properties, they could have worked. But if the first one's a cheese ball film, I don't care if you make money, people are probably not going to want to see it. And I just felt like for the amount of time it took to make this fucking film, it fell a little bit flat for me. Yeah, Let's this see. has been in the working for like 20 years. It's a long and, fucking time. Um, yeah, I think, I honestly, like in closing, I guess, mm-hmm. my bar was so low going in that I was able to enjoy it. But I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. Yeah. Maybe as a studio, Warner Brothers should have a little more pride, put in a little more money. And get somebody who is actually going to take this property uh, a little more seriously. and Especially a screenplay writer. Yeah, like, well, and just play a fucking Warner Brothers, don't demand that we get a fucking character that is not in the games to be he the... He represents after- the like, audience. Yeah, like, you, that could be Johnny Cage. Yeah. It, like, you, you, could, you could replace that character with... Uh, uh, like a Johnny Cage uh, and tell the exact same story mm-hmm. minus his um, I guess y- we would have to say minus his um, uh, obviously his affiliation to uh, Scorpion um, and minus uh, I guess the, the team up fight at the end but you could just bring Scorpion back and have Scorpion whoop yep. his ass somehow we, um, but we do want to see, we want to see in the next one, because I think they're going to get next one, Shao Kahn, yep. Katana, yep. Johnny Cage, it's obvious what yep. they presented, that that's going to happen. The new Sub-Zero. Yeah. Uh, Baraka. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Baraka. And whatever monster that you do, if you do like a zombie Goro, if that's what they'd go for, if it's Kentaro or Mortaro, I'm, whatever. I'm guessing Motaro. Yeah. So, you um, know. Or Shiva. You could bring in Shiva. Shiva's She's another good. one. Sindel. Sindel is a... Sindel, yeah. Sindel, uh, I don't think she'll be... Because we got to think, it's going to be the tournament, right? I want it to be the tournament, and I want them to kind of have a similar look well, in a modern sense, to the original. Because right. the original, like I said, the original really got the Mortal Kombat concept, I feel like, especially for the time, like almost like Harry Potter did in the beginning of the 2000s with Hogwarts. They fleshed out the whole area. You know, there yeah. was much more atmosphere to yeah. it. So I, I do want think, that. Especially like when, when like Liu Kang and Johnny Cage first go through the portal to Outworld, mm-hmm. and they're walking in Outworld, and what does Johnny Cage do? He's like, 
He's like, man, I fucking feel like I'm back in high school. Like, someone's gonna fucking run up and kick my ass, you know, or whatever he says. Um, but, like, yeah, that whole aesthetic, it's got, like, this... It's dark, but it's, it's like, got a very purple thing yeah. going on. Um, and it's just very creepy. Like, everything is very creepy. Um, and, yeah, with this Outworld, it just... It kind of just looked like somebody was shooting um, with, like the lens for um uh, you know like a like a gritty dc movie yeah or like uh, mad max or something like he, that uh, well no because mad max is not that it's a lot more color in mad yeah. max no you're right um but yeah or, or, or even um the the way the russo shoot they shoot kind of with that a little grittier um palette yep um but like uh but it's, it was basically like that but it was just like a mountain like <laughs> It was just, that, that, that was all it was. I mean, it was just like a mountain landscape. Dude, I'm telling you. Uh, there was no, like... It was Annihilation, man. That was the exact same backdrops it looked like. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen... Like, when I, she was I have talking not seen Annihilation in Shao Kahn. so long. Well, you know what? That, that It's funny, is that... And we watched the shit out of the first one, but, like, me and my family, we would travel from where we lived in Buffalo, because my dad worked for Generous Motors, and they generously fucking moved them everywhere. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but, um, so we move, we go back to Boston a lot of times, so we had a conversion van and had movies, so we ended up watching Annihilation a lot. Yeah. And I watched that movie, and it was fucking terrible still, but <laughs> so it bad. was, there was, like, it, it, Power Rangers in the television show had that, too, where it was, like, almost like a darkish, purplish, blackish aesthetic, but it was, like, a desert in the background, and all the villains are yelling at each other and yeah. shit like that. It was so similar to that, uh, but there is potential. I, I will say that I just don't think this is a good representative as like a positive way going into it. I would say that I think it's not as bad as the Mummy from fucking with uh, Tom Cruise God. trying to open up that universe. Yeah, well, especially when you have to follow up the original Mummy, which is fucking amazing. Like, I I, I thought it was funny. I was like, uh, I'm we're totally get, getting into ramble territory, so we need to wrap up this this particular topic mm-hmm. so we can move on. Um, but uh, I was like listening to a, a, a some random podcast recently, and they were like talking about um, not understanding uh, millennials' obsession with the mummy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, it was, like, just a random podcast. It wasn't, like, a movie podcast. It was just, like, them talking. Like, they just, for whatever reason, like, brought up, like, they were like, yeah, millennials love the mummy. I don't, I don't know why. And I was like, how could you not? It's fucking Indiana Jones combined. You got Brendan Fraser. Peak Brendan Fraser. Like, when Brendan Fraser Brendan was, Fraser, like, like, Harrison Ford yes, of that time like period. Like, fucking, uh, like, male supermodel yep. Brendan Fraser. Uh, Rachel Weiss, uh looking hot as fuck. You got Imhotep. Who is like just like doing his fucking thing, and then you got a Knox in the Moon who's gorgeous as fuck too. Yep. Um, plus, you got that the fucking brother sidekick character. You got Benny who's like the fucking Weasley. Who's dude. like the cool guy, like the Zorro dude in it? Oh, oh fuck, I forget his name, but I know exactly what you're yeah, talking yeah. about. He's got the fucking sword, and he's the the protector of the the you know doesn't want the or the the mummy to come back. Um, that movie's fucking great. Yeah. The sequel's also really solid. Uh, um, the one with with uh, the Rock. No, no, that one was solid. But I'm talking about the third one. No, that was no. terrible. Nope. Nope, I was out on that one. That one sucked. Uh, but no, the mummy. I, we 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 stand for the mummy. Um, but yeah. Uh, I would agree with you in in the sense of it, it needs to be better when they do the sequel. 
um, in order for me to care enough to want a third movie. Um, but they did at least enough for me to want a sequel. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I am uh, okay with either them doing a sequel based on this or them waiting five years. And <laughs> they're just being like, hey, we, we can start over. Well, I tell you what, uh, I would have loved just a fucking Scorpion versus Sub-Zero movie. Based on that, give me that film. Yeah. Let me let me see the two of those actors and build it off of that. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would have been great. But I think that's it for uh, talking about this. Uh, but, you know... Anyways, next we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or, as it's known, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Alright, so uh, yeah, let's talk about this last thing and hopefully it won't last as long as the last one. But, we, uh, we, we rambled a little bit. Just a little bit, you know. Uh, but we used, to, we used to geek ramble a lot, you yeah. know, back in the day. And Indeed. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, let's let's kind of go over overhaul about the the main premise of the show, yeah. things that we liked. And then we'll go into the ending and talk more about that. But I really really liked the show, Nick. I thought it was a very intelligent, well made show. Mm-hmm. I think that they talked about some major issues, uh, yes. major issues that they've established in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that they were heavy handed with their delivery of it at all. I think actually they 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 were good. Yeah, I think that. When it comes to modern comic books and movies and television shows that have to deal with comic book characters, I think there's a people that are actually fans of the source material itself and know of stories that actually have been around the past, like the Isaiah Bradley stories and whatnot. Right. Um, to garnish, um, you know, trying to talk about a certain thing. Mm-hmm. While then I feel like there's some people that get into writing for a certain character would less care about the comics movie, television, or whatnot, that are just trying to get their message and use these popular characters as a way to try to get that across. Sure. It's like a vestige or whatever. Yeah, I don't feel that way about this. I no. thought it was a great series. I love the characters. Um, it really gave you, much like how Scarlet Witch and, and The Vision made you really care about Scarlet Witch and The Vision, mm-hmm. which beforehand they were kind of background people. Um, Bucky, I kind of had more care for, but Falcon... After this, not only does it, and obviously, once again, spoilers, spoilers, not only does it make me like him a lot, uh, it makes me, you know, not that I wasn't okay before him, but him becoming Captain America, this gives you reason for that to happen. This gives you a good story arc for him to turn into that Instead character. Instead of it just happening. Exactly. Yes. Uh, what, what were some of the things overall from the series that you liked? We'll go into characters afterwards. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I really did enjoy the fact that um, they were able to discuss real-life topics like race in America yeah. without it feeling shoehorned in. It felt organic to the story they were telling. Um, and I think it was probably the best, for me personally, the best part of the show. Mm-hmm. Um I absolutely fucking loved the chemistry between Mackie and, um, shit, what's his name? Bucky. Um, Sebastian Stan. Thank um, you. Sebastian Stan. Uh, I loved their chemistry. I thought it was fucking terrific. Um, Baron Zemo? 
was by far my favorite character in the whole, and I did not expect that. <laughs> I totally did not expect me to fucking love him you know, as much you know as who I do. You reminded me of. Do you remember that weird character that Mike Myers used to do on SNL? Where he was like into German music and he was bald and he Devo he would like dance. oh Devo yeah, yeah, yeah so totally Devo yeah, yeah. Um, no yeah I do actually uh, vaguely remember that um, but uh, yeah I I fucking loved it um, I like even like down to like I know it, it's been like memed uh, at this point like over and over again but like the um, uh, where, where He's like basically talking about the Trouble Man uh, album, <laughs> and like and like he says all this shit, and then Anthony Mackie is all you know he, he's out of line, but he's not wrong, you know, um, which is just fucking terrific. Um, but the chemistry between uh, those three characters was so like yeah. quintessential, um, and honestly, uh, maybe. You know, just to kind of harken back to what we were talking about earlier, something that the new Mortal Kombat movie was missing that the old Mortal Kombat movie at least kind of got mm-hmm. was the chemistry between our main characters. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I absolutely fucking loved their chemistry. I loved um, the... Essentially, the the... I guess the notion of the plot uh basically being like taking the the snap and utilizing that in a very constructive way and having these carly uh morgenthal and and her band of flag smashers yep um uh basically be uh like have such a clear motive because you can definitely picture like how the world could be better for a lot of people if just like Thanos intended, if uh half of the population was wiped off the map. Um and how they would be affected when everybody was just brought back and they kinda got relegated to um the nothings that they were before. Yep. And, you know, you get a little bit of taste of what it's like uh to actually have like a a meaningful existence and you get cast back out into having this meaningless existence and it would be so infuriating. So I love all of those elements that they were able to tie together. Um, and that the, the, the characters with which that they, um, were able to, uh, tie together this, this plot and storyline, um, the themes, just that like the overall theme, basically very intelligent and well done. Yeah. Just about, because and and you can uh, let me know if you um, have a different take, but to me the overall theme of the show was what what would it mean for a black man to be Captain America? To me, like that yeah. was the overall theme of the show, and they battle through that, and that there's there's not really a clear answer even at, even after the show is over, it's still kind of open ended. Um, but I do feel like at least, um, through the, the, the scenes with Isaiah Bradley, yes. um, which were probably my favorite scenes of the, of the whole show. Um, I think, you know, he, he presents a, um, a, a, a train of thought that is absolutely, um, understandable and you can't really argue with, 
But at the same time, it's great to see Sam take that information, take all the other information, but still make his own choice. Yep. Um, and I think it was it was great to see Sam go through the arc, as you alluded to earlier, in order to become Captain America and to earn being Captain America. Not earn it in the sense of um, for the people... Right position or whatever. Right. Not, not in the sense of the people in the, the MCU thinking he deserves it, but he himself thinking he deserves it. And I loved all of that. I, I thought that it was a very well done show. I thought it handled situations, like I said, that were in the comics. Um, if you guys don't know Isaiah Bradley, the story of, uh, what is it, Red, White, and Black is a great story made in 2003 uh, and just shows you this concept that happened. I believe this in the original story, and I could be wrong, he was actually Captain America before Captain America. I, I want to say that he had been living... And since the Civil War, and they might have changed that. I could be wrong, so just yell at me on Twitter if that's the case. It's been a very long time since I've read the book. So he predated, basically, Steve Rogers in a way. But the way that they handled it, and, and, and you know, kind of... I mean, it was kind of going in a little bit in the direction of the Tuskegee uh, experiments. Absolutely. And, and kind of like the reason why, you know, when you look at nowadays with the, the immunizations with uh, COVID... Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't want to talk about this, but I don't have a lot of remorse or I don't have a lot of sympathy, I should say, for people that are just scared of vaccines because they think that's going to have like a chip in them or especially like dumb white people they're going to yeah. get they're going to get like Asperger's or something like that. But when it comes to African-Americans, yes. I can understand a little bit of, you know, apprehension of wanting to be OK with that. And kind of like he was a reflection, I, I feel like, of that. And if you don't know about the Tuskegee experiments, look it up. It's a disgusting an atrocity that we we basically the American government proposed and funded through a college and told them that we were going to evaluate uh, syphilis to try to uh, take it out with right. a bunch of African Americans, right? Um, and that is in a very small area, and we gave them bullshit. We yeah. we we gave them um what what the hell is it called when you. When you tell someone, hey, I just gave you this, it's going to... A placebo? A placebo. Yeah. Um, and they got worse, and they just wanted to find out the course of what happens with syphilis, and didn't tell them once they figured it out. This is... And they actually gave some of them syphilis. Ex that, that's it. That's right. There was like, I think there was 200 people that didn't have anything. They yeah. kind of moved, maneuvered into 600 other people. Yeah. And then, you know, this is a disgusting atrocity. Uh, they find out penicillin or a form of it cures it. Does Do not tell these people... Just let it keep on going. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of, instead, he was someone that was a soldier, but then they used as a way of a scapegoat and put him in prison. And uh, it's got a lot of really intelligent stuff that's going around, but I don't, like I said, I don't feel like it was, it was heavy-handed. There's a lot of people, first of all, left and right, that don't understand what the real meaning of woke actually is uh, on either side of the spectrum. Um, I've had friends of mine and also people that I like that I listen to in podcasts. I feel like it's mostly used as a derogatory term these well, days. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be you understand you're, you're, you're woken to what's going on. Right. You understand the control levels of stuff like that. And, but, and, and But people use that, you know. Well, and yeah, you have people on the right who, if they use it in, in, in any sort of good faith, it would be um, to 
I guess like dismiss something. Well, no, I, I was gonna say more like to to like say like use it as like uh, this supports my conspiracy theory. Yeah, because um, you know pe- people on the right are like uh, kind of really into conspiracy theories. Um, the 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 the, the loud minority on yes. the right are really into, but, and, and then the, the loud minority on the left. The right like to call the loud minority on the left woke as an insult. It's an alone. insult, right? But the ones on the left that really go about it, every principle that they go by is a part of woke culture when it's not necessarily something that has to do with the original interpretation and meaning of right. the actual term. Exactly. Um, and uh, I see the thing is certain things that happen is realistic. I don't know. Go watch the fucking wire. Or just go and watch outside. Go to the Please city. Please go watch The Wire. Just, like, but, if you haven't seen The Wire, just go watch The Wire. It's if, so fucking great. The thing that I told you, like, if 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 um, if they made it about... Like, some of the stuff, like, the jokes about, like, Black Falcon, I was like, all right, I hope my that black friends don't have a problem with this, but that I was, heard people analyze it that were black that actually did like that, the, the, the joking and I, stuff like that. I didn't mind the kid calling him Black Falcon, but, like, he when, would, the, when, he, when he gets... To, retorts and says what if i call you black kid and yeah i was just like eh. some of it was a little off a little weird but um you know when the cops come and yeah i feel like it would have been that type of concept where the director was trying to overly convey a message if afterwards he handles it the way he handles it anthony mackie right. you know sam yeah um but he doesn't have this long speech dismissing or or going off on bucky blah 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 blah, blah. Right. like there was nothing like that there was an understanding that shit happens. Right. I have friends that that has happened to multiple times. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 it's, it's part of American life for it's, especially like it's a part of American life for African Americans, um, and it, to a certain extent, it's a part of American life for all of us, mm-hmm. but particularly African Americans. Absolutely. Yeah. And I I think that there's two characters in this that are kind of in similar, you know signs of a certain way of interpreting you have you have Carly and you have John Walker yes Carly's had the uh, the the foot smashers or no no the flag smashers, uh, flag smashers yes. that makes sense uh, flag smashers they're already in the actual comics but do you think that they kind of use this as almost like an international like Antifa sort of thing like or were they more straight anarchy was um, their was their key type of concept? Yeah, because I, a lot of it seemed like people trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. but really fucking taking their levels of you know sure out of control a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could probably peg Antifa with that to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, uh, at its core, it's anti-fascism, yes. and we should all be anti-fascists. Like, we should all be against fascism. Um, but like. Yeah, they can they can take things too far sometimes. Absolutely, um, and you know any group is at risk of being perceived by its worst actors. Um, and I think you see the evolution of Carly, and you see even her supporters start to get freaked out by her. Yeah, start start failing and sing and 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 not to jump too far ahead, but that's one thing that I wish we could have gotten to see a little bit more um was her extremist views and how her constituents would like kind of kept backing off and the most we got from it was her having to repeat her phrase 
um, you know, the what, what was it one one uh, one people, one nation, or yeah. one, one nation, no, one no, people? No, no borders. Everyone has one people, one right. nation. Of people, yeah, yeah. You know? um, and so, like at the in the final episode, she says it, and they no one says anything, and she says it again, and then they all say it. You know, but like it's supposed to. I think it's absolutely supposed to deliver that they're not quite on board, maybe with how far she is taking these things. Yep. Um, I think some of that could have been better fleshed out, but I definitely think that the the pinnacle of how they flesh that out is. When Sam confronts her at the funeral mm-hmm. at um, uh, M- uh, Ma Madani, I think was her name. Yep. Um, and when I'm they're sitting, yeah, 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 sure. And, sure. When, and when they're sitting down and discussing that, um, hey, I, I think some of the just some of the shots of how Sam uh, positions himself physically is very important. He like positions himself as non-threatening the whole time like at, at like one point when they're having a very important back-to-back um he even kind of positions his back away from her mm-hmm. um and and to show trust um and uh, you know i think the, the the conversation that they have where he says well you know baron zemo thinks you're a supremacist and she's like what? Like, no, I'm, I fight against supremacy, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, he pushes her a little bit more, and then she starts saying shit, and he's like, well... And she's like, well, no, you made me say that. And it's like, did I Did I make you say that? That's, and, what, that's what I love about Zemo, though, because, really, you have different perspectives, and it's like, you can say a lot of them are wrong, but, like, with these... The three villains, if you will. Sure. With, with John Walker... With her and also with Baron Zemo, yeah. who's right out of the three of them? They all have stuff that none kind of, of none, none of them, none are, of them are totally are right. Villain. None of them are totally right. None of them are totally wrong. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm absolutely biased. I mean, Zemo's obviously my favorite, yeah. <laughs> just because yeah. he's so fucking awesome. Uh, and Daniel Bruhl just the fuck man, like just yep. great. Um, but no, I mean. I, yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a very interesting point as far as the the sort of different viewpoints of those three characters, um, but yeah, it, it, so you you get this this conversation between the two of them, um, in in which it really kind of showcases her flaws. You get the conversations with Zemo, um, you know, like even uh, when Sam says to 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 him like, well. I mean, if you are really that diehard, you would kill Bucky. Yeah. You know, that's not exactly how he phrases it, but like you, you know, Calls I would assume the audience knows what I'm, yeah, what I'm referring to. Um, and then when, you know, when it comes down to John Walker uh, and, and you know, they're basically like, yo, in, in the opening of episode five, they're like, yo, you fucked up, but, you know, you need to fucking you need to stop and and give us the shield and blah 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 and he's like oh so that's what you want you just want my shield um and then that whole thing like happens but furthermore um i think it in i think it points out like the institutional flaws of everything um very subtly um that you kind of mentioned to earlier uh like when John Walker is, is sitting there, like, in at the beginning of episode six, and he's, like, talking to um, 
you know, the, the, the senator and the other people on the, on the court there, um, he's like, you fucking made me. Like, you made me who I am. You, you trained me. You, you asked me to carry out an impossible job and to do it. And, 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 and I've done everything that you've ever asked. And yep. now you're turning your back on me. And, like, I even think that is kind of, you can draw a parallel to that in between the police training in this country. Yeah. And how we, like, basically, we live in a country in which our officers are trained to shoot first and ask questions later. They're trained to shoot to kill, not shoot to disarm. Yep. They're trained um, in order, they're trained to be aggressors. Um, they're soldiers. Yeah. They're soldiers. And, like, I think that's another commentary, again, that, like, if you're looking for it and you can read the subtext, you can find it, but it's not, like, aggressive about it. Yep. Um, and I think shows like this that are very widely popular um, can potentially have, like, an influence on, um, you know, movements uh, like, you know, Black Lives Matter or... Um, you know, I don't know if it's really a movement to, to defund the police, um, but, but and I and I don't necessarily want to use those particular words, but I do think we need we absolutely need police reform in this country. We need better training. We need um, if anything, we we unfortunately probably need to give more money so that they get trained more properly. Maybe have, have psychiatric or psychiatric evaluations. You know, well, and not and just like. <laughs> You know, I, I can't remember who what, it was. What, what, what but, is the, you know, but, I, I think it's like a macho thing, and yeah. even like the female officers get like that too, obviously. But I think all a lot of them, especially through PTSD, deal with a lot of shit. That's like how you give John Walker right. the, the, the he, he might be one of the head soldiers. He might be one of the best in his rankings, right. one of the fastest to get to that level. Yeah. You can't just make him fucking Captain America. Yeah. That's that's so much weight that he has to hold upon him. Yeah. He doesn't have the super soldier serum. Yeah. He's obviously got PTSD that he's not addressing yep. at all. Yep. And once he gets the super soldier serum, he fucking decapitates someone with the shield that right. Captain America used to hold. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it I think it's absolutely aimed at drawing like analogies with uh, things in, in I could definitely see that in our, our, our real life. Um but again, it doesn't do it so much so that if you're, maybe it does it so that people like me who are maybe, um, I don't want to say like more in tune, but like um, more agreeable to what they're trying to say or what mm -hmm. I perceive as they're trying to say, um, but also allows people who maybe aren't to just watch it. But maybe it, it seeds a little bit and it gets the, the gears turning at some point in the future. And I think that's a, a very positive way to um, to potentially like have some sort of influence of change uh, yeah through art you know like and, and that's the thing it's like this is building up to him taking over the mantle as Captain America mm -hmm. and you're bringing over a lot of aspects so even like you know the the concept if we're to believe somewhat they could just be complete anarchists but the flag smashers might have any type of interpretation with Antifa it's actually, and this is what Falcon says, Sam says, you guys have certain things that you're doing that's good, but you're doing a lot of bad. You right. don't need to be doing that type of shit. Sure. This is not going to change the narrative. Yeah. So I think it's it's 
if we were to interpret that way, and the fact that he uses from the source material, they did a really good job. They set up Falcon as the Winter, or they set up Falcon as Captain America. Mm-hmm. They brought Winter Soldier. I thought that you know we kind of talked about this with his storyline, and he brought it up finally to the gentleman that he was you know uh, fr- befriended, that he killed his son. He told him. I wish that there was more of him explaining what he was. I just need that scene to happen. It didn't happen. Well, didn't, like it didn't he sit down with him in his apartment? Yeah, he sits down with him. He confesses, and then it cuts to him leaving the apartment, like yeah. directly thereafter. I need, I need the the scene. Like I need the Bucky actual should, scene. Bucky shouldn't <laughs> take the fucking you know like basically blame it all on him and not to give him a reason and just fucking leave. He yeah, yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? Like that's there, not fair. There needs that's context. There needs reaction from him. There yeah. needs closure from that situation that we did not get as an audience. No, all you like, saw was Bucky him got checking it. out. Bucky him got at it. the restaurant and the girl giving a exactly. dirty look. Bucky got it as the character, yeah. and that was conveyed. But we didn't get it as an audience, and I think that was a huge missed opportunity. Um, which is why I, I kind of feel like the finale was the weakest episode of the yeah. bunch. It's either the finality, finale or the opener. Everything in between that is fucking great. Um, but um, I would say the, the opener, they don't they don't move it along quite fast enough. They set up this huge action set piece of Sam like flying through all this shit in the canyons and you know saves the dude off the, the mm-hmm. fucking plane and Which looked cool. Yeah, it looked great. Um, and then uh, you know, the ending, um, I really the finale I really did Love that they kind of brought full circle the Isaiah Bradley conclusion. Episode 5 was my favorite of any of the episodes, and they really delve... That's when he first goes back to see Isaiah. Um, and that whole conversation, I thought was great. I thought it was very quintessential to set up Sam's decision to take up the mantle. Um, and I thought Episode 5 does a really good job of Bucky um, basically apologizing to Sam on behalf of him and Cap for not understanding what it would mean to give that shield to a black man in America. Yeah. Um, I thought that was very important. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think we got enough of Bucky's arc, uh, conclusion to his arc in the finale. I think we, we did get that with Sam, which was yeah. good, but we didn't quite get there with Bucky in my opinion. I think I think me and you kind of wanted him to end up back at Wakanda trying to make amends and then maybe taking over the identity of the White Wolf. Yeah, and in fact, I think the title card at the end, when it flips and it's like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then it's like, boom, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the whole show is about Bucky shedding the moniker of the Winter Soldier. Yep. And, like, in the conclusion, though I don't think it was satisfactory enough for me because I didn't get to witness all of the interactions with him and, and the man, the old uh, man that he confesses mm-hmm. to. Um, but he still does it, and he's no longer the Winter Soldier. And the whole show is about him not being the Winter Soldier anymore. I did think, whether it's Captain America and Bucky Barnes or Captain America and the White Wolf, whatever, I think that title card should have flipped too. Um, now that's just nitpicking because um, it's just a title card. Yep. Uh, but I mean, I think if your whole show is about, if, if his whole character arc is about shedding the moniker, then, and, and, and then um, 
Sam's whole character arc is about living up to Steve, but also finding it within himself. Yeah, basically. To, to, to be um, both worthy, but also be... Um, uh, to understand the implications of him being Captain America um, and to, to come to grips with that and to be okay with it. Um, I think Sam earned to to get the moniker Captain America and I think Bucky earned to shed the moniker of Winter Soldier and I just would have liked for them to showcase that at the end. But... All right. So towards the end, um, let's talk about the characters, where they go from this. We really didn't talk about Agent 13 and her heel turn, if you will. Uh, out of nowhere, one of the weirdest things. I mean, they set it up throughout the show. I honestly thought they made it too obvious for that yeah. to be the answer. Um, especially after, like, episode four or five. Um, but I I was not satisfied with it. I no, just, I wasn't. No, I did, it didn't work her for me. Her great, great aunt is one of the, 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 the leading spies in Captain America's yeah. girly. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just didn't see it coming. It would have made a lot more sense uh, with the new character established. I forgot what her whole fucking full name is, but Julia Dreyfus plays her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but she is... Just say JLD. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She, the character itself, I forgot what its name. It's got a ridiculous, stupid long name. But it's it's uh, Contessa Valerie Contessa something. Contessa, yeah. yeah. But call me Val, but don't call me she's, Val. She's but been around for a very long think time. You're gonna call me Val. She was in Shield. She was. Uh, she had a love affair with Nick Fury. Then she became a Russian spy, and then she ended up like being the leader of uh, Hydra. And apparently, she's gonna be in the Black Widow movie. Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So I thought that she was actually going to be that character. Yeah, that's I thought she cool. was going to be the power broker. Yes. Yeah, especially broker. when they, they like showcased her. Um, it would have made perfect sense, honestly. Come come in while we're doing a podcast. You fucked it up, man. Yeah, what are you doing? You fucked it up! Did you watch Falcon the Winter Soldier? <laughs> yeah. What'd you think about it? It's all right. I am Captain America. You're Captain America? Yeah. You're not black. Well, you're wearing black. Hello, Rosie. All right, so let's uh, let's let's finish this up uh, a little bit. Um, I don't even remember what the hell the last thing that we were talking about. I I don't know, but you should definitely cut all that out. No, 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 it's fine. I don't know how to do that anyway. So this, this is just live. No, I mean just just, just stop if, it. If if we give different takes, though, it's a lot more for Kane to have to do. So we're we're there for you, Kane. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, good show. Um, Agent Thirteen. She obviously is now deep within Shield, but yeah. she is obviously a bad person. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're gonna find out she's a scroll or something? Yeah, I've heard that speculated a little bit. Um, maybe, like maybe. Um, again, as it pertains to to her character. Mm-hmm. I just think, you know, we got a flashback sequence for um, Bucky and Io um, to to kind of show him breaking the the Winter Soldier um, command. Um, you know, we get the, the little flashback to Wakanda or just outside of Wakanda, um, and I just think we needed like some sort of flashback for her, like 
at the beginning of episode six. Like, the reveal of her being the power broker was not that climactic. No. Um, so it wasn't like you would be um, stepping on any toes there. Um, so I just think, like, having, like, a three-minute intro of essentially, like, a flashback of explaining how she... Like, as much as you can wrap up in three minutes, like... Pick a timeline, a time frame where you can get as much done as possible. But like, kind of explain why she's in Madripoor, how she became the power broker, um, like those kinds of things. Um, I would have probably been way more satisfied with it. But as it stands, none of that was explained, and I still don't understand how. I, look, I get it. She had to go on the run because she wanted to help Captain America. Um, and she never, you know, got to come back home. There's so many questions in there, though. Like, uh, did Cap never went looking for her? Like, I don't know. Cap, I mean, he was on the run. Why wouldn't she with them? Why wouldn't, like, you know, all the event, the, all the, the secret Avengers were on the run. Why wasn't she? She's a scroll, man. Like, She's a scroll. I, I mean, I guess. I guess, I mean, I guess if they want to go it's that. just very out of character. I don't, Okay. If they go that route, I don't think it will be because they planned it from the beginning, though. Probably not. So, I, I don't, I, I don't feel like it was earned. I just don't like. I, it's not enough for me. Like, I can, I can sit here and speculate in my head and fill in blanks, sure. But like, there's, there's just not enough there uh, that really warrants that level of complete heel turn. I just, I don't know. I will say this though. It, because of the way that they plotted it out, the the plot of the show, um, it does make sense. Her being the power broker, why she would help Sam and Bucky, because she's trying to get back in the good graces of America. That's her ticket to get back in the good graces of America, so she can continue being her power broker self on a more... Um, with less obstacles in her way. Um, so I do think they, they were able to pull that off. Yeah. Um, but, like, I still don't understand the real motive. I understand the theory. I don't I don't feel like they did it justice enough for me to be okay with it, though. All right, so there's Agent 13. She's got her insides, and no one knows she's a bad guy because she basically took out Carly... And any situation to have to deal with. Uh, yeah, she took out, sure, Carly. She took out um, uh, Batrock. They're, like every anyone who knows, she's the power. Oh yeah, guy. that's right. GSP died. Yeah, fuck, that's right. I forgot. Pour one out for our guy. Pour one out. Uh, who did a great job as Bartok the Leaper? Because yeah. I never thought out of the UFC lineup that he was someone who had charisma <laughs> enough to play any type of. Character. By the way, uh, the fucking uh, Mr. Sunday. Uh, I, their most recent pod talking about um, uh, uh, Mortal Kombat, they like started speculating on who could play Johnny Cage, and like somebody I don't remember who it was, but like somebody on that pod threw out him, and then like somebody else quickly was like, yeah, but that accent, <laughs> like, and they were like, yeah, maybe not, the French Canadian, yeah, yeah, like you're not you're not curtailing that accent. Um, it's because he's upset. He was obsessed with uh, fucking Jean Claude Van Damme and. Obviously, Johnny Cage is kind of based off of him. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, the, then again, 
the last thing we need is like another Jean Claude Van Damme playing Guile. <laughs> oh my god, let's not even go into that with the French accent. Yeah. Um. So, what happened to Baron Zemo at the end? He just went to the raft, right? Yeah, he just goes to the raft. Uh, but he hires or he somehow gets information to his butler or his plane chauffeur, the old guy. Yeah. Uh, to kill the um, the other Carly's other terrorist people. That's right. Um, and which I don't, I don't know. It, I don't. I guess I don't really need to know how he does that. I don't know how he does that, but um, he's Baron Zemo. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's just chilling on the raft. Did right you now. think he was going to take the super uh, soldier serum? No, I knew he was going to smash the fuck out of that it's shit. It's like part of me. It's like they still haven't shown off how great of an. Uh, hand-to-hand fighter he is so i didn't know if they're gonna like give him they teased it they teased it enough um to where i was like oh this motherfucker can fight too yeah like no i definitely liked him all right so but then obviously they they already announced they're making another captain america movie and now anthony mackie will be captain america yes i feel like we'll we'll see um bucky show up maybe in the next black panther maybe in something else I realize Secret Invasion is going to involve a lot of the government agents and shit like that. Sure. So I'm sure some of these people will pop up in the future. We're, if you could pick something outside of normal, so outside of... Captain, oh, I have an idea. Okay. Where would you want to see Bucky? That's what oh, I'm asking. Oh, Bucky. Bucky would be cool. I don't know, man. That's what I... See, I don't know where you go with his character. You All right, so... Part of me just wants to be like, all right, well, then he can be an assassin for the U.S. government, but do you think he really no, wants to fucking do that? I don't want do to that? see him be an assassin. Like, do no. you want him to be a black ops dude who no. goes in and fucking takes no, some No, things? no, 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 no. Well, don't. then the White Wolf aspect is something that's a little more original, like where he could be kind of like a spy for Wakanda and, you know. Yeah, but even, like, Io tells him, like, you might want to keep yourself spare, yeah. sparse from, like, you. Maybe, maybe we see basically him. Basically, don't go. Don't come here for a while. That's, um, a, that's another conversation that so, I don't feel like getting started on. I, we, if we keep on going back to Wakanda, the fact that Chadwick Boseman's not here anymore with Black Panther, I don't even know what the fuck they're going to do. I have no idea either, man. Um, I I understand them not wanting to recast this like a... Do you think that Chadwick Boseman would have wanted that, though? I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable he answering was, he what... Was, but he, the, the reason why I say is I've seen so many interviews, he was so adamant well, about the character being important I get that. for black culture. I just don't feel comfortable answering for a dead man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, that's a good point. That's But what I, I will answer for myself, um, and I want to see more Black Panther. I want to see more of T'Challa. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about this in... Uh, uh, on uh, the Geek Vibes uh, uh, Facebook page, um, yep. I would love Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, to... Lakeith's a, a great actor, and that it was that was my favorite, and so was the dude. Um, uh, uh, what the fuck, uh, Denzel Washington's son? Oh yeah, uh, John David. He's the same height, has a yeah. very similar look to him. Yeah, well, that's actor. the same thing with Stanfield. Yeah, same, same height, height, very similar, similar look to him. build. Yeah. Um, and and both are Give really him good actors. Give the Marvel actors. diet, basically. You know, yeah. he'll, he'll get built up for yeah, it. Exactly. But um, if that happens, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen with that. But I don't even want to. But my well, idea I mean, was they've, they've been very adamant that they're not recast, at least not for Black Panther two. Yeah. But like, but here's my thing: if you don't recast for Black Panther two, one would deduce that you have to then 
spell out a story in which that character is dead. Oh, yeah. So, which means you can't recast in the future. So, like, I don't know. I would just caution, don't take... Maybe they have a don't random take something scene back in the movie can't... where Paul Walker just leaves and you watch him in a Jeep go off to the distance. A Jeep? Because it's always about family. Is it a Jeep? We're going to find... I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Probably a Mustang Here's, my, here's my ridiculous idea before we close this out. Okay. okay. So what I would love to see is U.S. agent show up in his own series where he has to go hunt down Frank Castle. And they reintroduce oh, John yes. Paul's Punisher okay. in it. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Because I feel like a lot of those guys are coming back. From what it sounds like, they want to use everyone except for Iron Fist. But that's okay. Oh, dude. If, 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 well, I, okay. Two things. One, if you're not going to use him as Frank Castle, then fucking cast him as Wolverine. Seriously. I, I mean, I know we both, I think, I think we both want Wayne from Letterkenny. Yeah. I or would be cool with Jared it. Kesso, yeah, yeah. Um, like I fucking dude. Actually, uh, so I went to visit my mom this weekend, and I actually got her to watch like probably six episodes of Letterkenny, and she was fucking dying laughing. It's so dry and hilarious. Oh, dude, and she loves dry and it's hilarious. It's like dry American like, pie humor. But you gotta get to the jokes. Yeah. Like it, there's a long stretches where yeah, yeah and, and she obviously she did not like the she didn't like the skids at all. She didn't like any of their um, and, and we were meth and shit. Yeah, well, and we were in the the part where um, they meet gay, the woman gay, uh, and um, so like that that whole thing didn't like really resonate with her. Um, and the hockey players, she kind of chuckled at parts, but it was the Hicks that really yeah. you know, that, and then they're the heart of the story. Um, but I loved it. I I just I was. Just as an aside, I love the fact that my mom very much enjoyed fucking Letterkenny. It was, That's such a great show. Oh, it's so good. But no, he he would be great. Um, but yeah, Bernthal. Um, if you were to if you were to do a fucking uh, John Walker is tasked with going after uh, the Punisher, and so he's got the Super Soldier Serum, so he's all big and bad. But then you got a tactical monster with from the, yes. who's, who's who was. Basically, he might have been a high prestige soldier. This one did all the dirty fucking mm-hmm. shit. Yep. So no, I would fucking love that. Yeah. I think uh, the. And to, I guess and the one. Correct me if I'm wrong. The, he, the actor is Kurt Russell's son, right? Yes. Yes. He looks fucking just like him. Yeah, Wyatt Wyatt Russell, um, which I would only assume he's named after Wyatt Earp. Probably I would because he that. played Wyatt Earp. Yep. Yeah, um, and he's just a huge fan. Um, Kurt Russell's so cool. <laughs> Kurt Russell's the fucking He would have made dude. a great Wolverine years ago. Years ago? Yes. Yeah. No, you know who would have made the best, though? Is uh, like, Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson when he was younger. Mel Gibson would be Wolverine. great, because um, he is kind of small. Uh, no, I was going to say uh, Bob Hoskins. Like, yeah. very early Bob Hoskins. Like, nineteen late 70s, early 80s Bob Hoskins. Yeah, I could see When it. he wasn't quite as, like, chunky, yeah. um, but he still, he still had the... He was always big. And he, and he, but he's real short, and he like. Yeah. Someone did up uh, young Jack Nicholson that was buff as fuck. Oh, that would uh, be great as Wolverine. Yeah, that would be great. All oh, those are great um, ideas. No, nah, you know who has the best build for him though? He doesn't have the chops to ever like be the actor, but uh, Scott Con. Yeah, Scott Con's like five foot five, and just jacked. 
he looks like Glenn Boutwell. Yeah. <laughs> he looks exactly like Glenn Boutwell. Um, That's kind of like why I, I've always said to you, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. The, the dude from the, the cowboy movie with Chris Pine. Um, oh, uh, Ben Foster. Yeah. I fucking, that would be, that would be actually, if, if I could pick anybody, that would be my choice. And honestly, now that they're all part of the same universe, I don't want it. But before, when we didn't know if Venom was actually going to be a part of the MCO, I was like, just see if you wanted to get get Tom Hardy. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he Tom had Hardy a great, great, fantastic look to take over that yeah. role. Well, and that's that was who Hugh Jackman wanted to take over the yeah. role. Yeah, no. So. And the, well, then he started uh, saying his uh, co-host, uh, the Taron Egerton, from um, yeah. No, no, not on board with he that. Was, he looks like Spider Man, man. Uh, yeah, like I mean, he, he'd be I Peter would, Parker. I, well, I would just say he'd make a better Cyclops. Yeah. No, I love that idea. Yeah, he'd be great for that, not not for Wolverine. But I get it because they were they did that movie together with the the skis, the skiing movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called. Though. Um, fuck Eddie. Uh, Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. Yep. Was the Eagle Eddie. Um, yeah, that was a good movie. Um, who else can we can we say? I've, I can't say Shia LaBeouf anymore because he's got so much problems and yeah. shit. Um, um, but I still think that would have been a good idea. Oh yeah, I, I would have loved it. Um, By the way, did you see... Um, has Garrett Hedlund done anything lately? I don't think... He was like an indie guy of. for a while, and then he yeah, just fucking died off. Yeah, he was in like a lot of small parts in indie movies, yeah. I don't... He's, I, I wouldn't peg him for yeah. it anyway. I mean, he's got the, the kind of right vibe for it. Like, his sort of too cool for school, very quiet, like... Um, but, like... If you wanted to go for a height, you can get uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Um, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. I yeah. don't know if I could see him being intense. I don't think he'd get buff enough. Hey, excuse me, sir. Yeah. I'm Wolverine. Are you Sabretooth? <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think that would work. Um, cause you, I mean, you do need somebody who's like gruff. Um, and yeah. he's not gruff. Like somehow if you could get Danny And that's the thing with, that's in... the thing with Shia. Shia can be gruff. Yeah. Like, and that, that would be same why Ben he Foster, would... man. Yeah. Same with Ben Foster. They got like that little side to him that's like, uh. You know, you know what that makes me? What? Apache. A what? Uh, no, it, it's a line from uh, the um, uh, Hell or High Water. Oh, when it, I haven't seen that since it first came out. I need to watch that movie. Oh, that was yeah, a good movie. dude. I've watched it at least, I'd say about, I don't know, five, six, seven times. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's he's like facing off with the, um, the uh, Native American guy in the casino. And he's like saying like, um, he, he was basically saying like you know what Apache means enemy to everyone um, and then he's like you know what that makes me and he's like an enemy and he's like nah Apache because he's an enemy yeah. to everyone um, but yeah that, That's, it, that is pretty cool that is so fucking great in that movie kind of gave me like goosebumps a little bit uh, alright are, are we ready to take this home I think so uh, just general thoughts on the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll wrap it up. All right, I'm going to give both my scores for the season, if you will, and then also previously the Mortal Kombat movie. Sure. I'm going to give a six and a half to Mortal Kombat. That's generous. I think it is, and I'm just going to go by that, and I'm just going to keep it like that and not say that I think it should be less. Anyways, and then I'll probably give an eight for... uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier. It was six episodes. Yeah. Really damn good miniseries. A lot of great action. Awesome CGI. They obviously had a decent budget. Yeah. If if, if WandaVision was 15 million an episode, what do you think they gave them? The same amount or 20? 
It seems like more. Yeah, because like those scenes where Falcon's flying around yeah, and shit, he looks incredible. Like more for sure. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, I love. But Falcon. it's the more traditional MCU property. Yeah, so it yeah. makes sense that they would put a little more money in that. And they didn't need it for the most part in the WandaVision. Most of the time, they were int- or intimidating, it, imitating like nineteen sixties and seventies right. sitcoms. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did like the show. I thought it was great. I thought that you know people might look a certain way when it comes to. Who's can, should be considered a hero or villain? I think that the whole concept is that Carly and John Walker both weren't heroes. They were kind of flawed characters mm-hmm. that were given their situation yeah. that made them who they were. And they shouldn't be someone that you want to become. Uh, but they still had, in both levels, they, they wanted to do good. But it just was a very, very weird, twisted, interpreted way. Yeah. But it also showed you a reason to give a shit about Falcon more, Sam, and want him to become what we've known him in the comics to be, and that is Captain America. So I liked it a lot. What do you rate Bucky's flirting skills? He's not good at all. I agree, um, but he he seemed like... Hey, hey, Sebastian He seemed like he was coming into it at the end of the show when he was flirting with uh, Sam's sister. Yeah, uh, and Sam's like, like, stay away from Yeah, me. he's like, dude, don't flirt with my sister. And then it, it like, is like fucking ten minutes later, he's like, what up, Sarah? <laughs> and she's like, just like, smiles. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I fucking loved it. Um, nah, uh, I would give, honestly, objectively, I'd give Mortal Kombat like a five. Oh, um, if you're going lower than me, whoa, then I gotta on. fucking go hold down on. to five. Hold on. I thought you liked it. Hold on. Right. Uh, I said objectively, I would give it a five. Okay. Subjectively, as far as my enjoyment of it, I'd give uh, it like an eight. Like, I fucking uh, loved it. I loved, like, I fucking loved it. Geez, it was so much fun. One way than the other. Um, Rub a dope. As far as uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would say, but basically, my subjective and objective uh, opinions would. would not need differentiation in this regard uh i would what what did you say eight you said eight yeah i'd be about eight eight seven point five to eight point five so yeah somewhere in that range um so eight since that's right yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) hey math (laughs) you're good at it no, I, I, yeah, I would, I think eight is about the appropriate range, both in quality and enjoyment for me. Um, I, I, I think there are things they could have fleshed out better. Um, and we'll never know how much of both with this show and with, um, uh, WandaVision, how much they didn't, weren't able to flesh out because of covid and all of that kind of stuff and shooting restrictions that... or if they were like you have to have this many episodes even though you have way more footage exactly yeah um like so there's a lot of variables that we we probably won't ever know i tell you this um i hope i don't think either one of these um shows have stuck the landing yet i fucking really hope loki does yeah because i well here's the thing both shows so far have had a very strong show. Start off a little slow, mm-hmm. then had a very strong in between. Yes, for the majority of the episodes, and then the ending was kind of trailed off yeah, a little bit. Exactly. So let's get past that. Yeah, like let's see what happens with Loki. I think that has always been the the crown jewel of these shows of what they what they had in their in their lineup so far, um, and I'm really excited to see this. Um, I really hope we get 
um, a lot of the TVA, the Time Variance mm-hmm. Authority, um, and I, I and at the very least, I hope we get, even if it's just a throwaway line, I hope we get maybe some kind of Captain America mention. The fact that he has totally fucked up many timelines at this point. Yeah. Um, whether it be... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Let me ask you something. Sure. When did they announce in the MCU, post-seeing Captain America as an old man mm-hmm. at the end of Endgame and this, that he died? I don't know. Because it happened Or did in... they just pretend he's living his life and they don't bother him? Right. But, it, I mean, but it happened, uh, obviously, in Spider-Man, as you mentioned. Yeah. And then, uh, which this... Which takes place after this. Um, but... Did he die in the last six months? Is he actually dead? Or because they act like he's dead. They act like he's dead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't it have an answer. Me. I had to ask. Yeah, I don't I have don't... an answer to that question. But um. But as far as Loki, um. I. I really hope they they just address um, because because you know he fucks up the time uh the timelines. Um, multiple times when they, when obviously when Loki escapes, that's the big fuck up. Um, him living out his life with Sharon, it completely gives an alternate timeline. Um, uh, the fact that he tells, uh, in the, the same Loki timeline, he tells his other self, Bucky's still alive. And that's a butterfly effect that would change things. Do you think he's going to be um, in it? Do I think he's going to be in the Loki series? Chris Evans. Uh, no, I, I don't. I think he's no. It could be but, possible. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying I I don't I don't because he kind of he did really fuck up with the time stream, and it yeah. seems like they're blaming Loki for all of it. Yeah, it definitely does, and I I just hope they address some amount of Captain America stuff, and it and it still to this day kind of irks me that um he just ends up sitting on that bench, like. It, as if he's always been here. But, That's not but the they, thing that irks me. They, 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 but he, he couldn't have always been here because they set up in the in the movie that that's not how time travel works. So, it, And that's icky because he was making out with Sharon Carter not too long ago and he just went back to go right. fuck the grandma. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't think Sharon Carter is his offspring uh, that's what i'm saying yeah. it's so weird yeah i don't i don't think getting, that's a different offspring from a different pattern familiar i don't know man i'm kind of um, happy for him if he banged both carters that's pretty cool yeah but that's not his <laughs> they're not related is all i'm saying like that's that's they're not it's not his you're, niece you're acting like you're talking about your your parents having sex right now like i kind of I don't want to yeah that I, yeah well it's, i, I, I feel that made, way captain america is basically you know he's like a, all of our dads like you know we admire him so much we don't want him to do anything tell me how to shave yeah yeah like he, he touched it how to you know um grab get, a booby get through detention and you know like um yeah. not you know, speak out of turn or whatever. Or how to take off a condom, you know. What, anyways, uh, <laughs> I don't think he taught you that, but maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe something with the shield inspired it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I I I definitely want that. But um, 
I, I I am very much looking forward to the Loki series. Me too. It is, it is by far the one that I've been looking forward to the most since all of these series were announced. I just want some crazy hijinks, and I want to see. And it looks like Tom Hiddleston. If this is his last hurrah, let him let him have some fun as Loki. He's yeah. been one of the best. One of the only. Oh villains. no, he's going to be in Thor four. Oh okay. Well, he's one of the best villains uh, in the MCU that's lasted. Like, let's see him really flesh out his character even more so. And what I love about this is this is not good Loki. This, this is, is still bad this Loki. Is bad, this is bad but Loki. It, it's bad Loki, but he's going to see the version of himself that he becomes, but he still gets to decide hope, whether he wants to be that version of himself. That, well, I hope he Stewie Griffin's it. Like, I feel like Stewie Griffin had a chance to, like, see him become a good person. He'd be like, blast out, fuck that. I'm just going to be a bad person and, like, kill, kill Brian, shoot him in the head. There you go. Um, all right, well... uh that's it. I think this is the episode yeah. of Dane Rants. I didn't rant too much. I thought I was going to get angry. I think you being here, Nick, you calmed me down. Oh, yeah, you I, me I in bring a, some... It might have been the candles Although, and the, uh, for, the wax. For, <laughs> uh, for, for all of the calmness that I bring... Um, this podcast is probably like an hour longer than it needs to be, <laughs> but that's okay. But that's that's how we do these things. So I hope hey, man, I, if if you like the people that you're listening to on a podcast, you're never gonna fucking worry about it being too long. Yeah, and so. if you do, you're just a jerk, and you shouldn't be so mean to people. Yeah, you know? and if you don't like us, then why the fuck are you listening to yeah, us? I fuck I you. Get it. I don't get it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Anyways, so thank you guys for listening to us out there. Or fuck you if you or don't like us. If you don't like us. That's see, Nick's becoming the heel right now. I'm trying <laughs> to be the baby face since this is technically my show that he's guesting on. But anyways, Nick, say goodbye to all the lovely people out there in Geek Vibes Nation. Bye! You guys have a good one. Go to geekvibesnation.com. You'll find articles about various geek stuff, uh, including video games, comic books, movies, all that stuff. You'll find links to our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook at Geek Vibes Nation. Join Geek Vibes Nation and join the conversation. And also find us on all audio platforms, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, you know, whatever. If you search it, you'll find it. Just search Dane Rants for this show or Wrestling Geeks Alliance, which is my wrestling show. Yeah, cheap plug. Fucking deal with it. Uh, or anything Geek Vibes Nation. Search it, listen to it. Thank you guys so much. Have a lovely evening, day, whenever the fuck you're listening to us. And peace out. Let the Geek Vibes be with you. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Yeah.